he has something which provides his symbolic authority. This is in psychoanalytic theory phallus. You are not phallus. You possess phallus. Phallus is, as it were, something attached to you, like the king's crown. It's a new lineage. Yeah, it started That's with a bushi, I think. Oh my, it started with a bushi. Well, like, that worked out well for them. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, have you watched? Have you seen clips at least of Abushi's uh, ankle match against Murafuji? I've I haven't seen it yet. I've I've just I've heard how it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're into that sort of thing, you know, you know, like a match where like you see like, like a person just truly deteriorating. Yeah, like it's a sickening thing, but it's a it's one of those if you're into that sort of thing. I'm not yeah. saying I am, but it was really great. Um, all right, we doing the show. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Deep breath. Welcome to Wrestling is Gross. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. All right. All right. We're going. We're cooking. Um, Ricky Choshu. Ricky's, Ricky's War. Ricky's War? Yeah. That sounds like, like an 80s song. It does. Like uh, I was also thinking about Ricky and the Flash, the the which is the last Jonathan Demi movie. It sounds like Ricky's War would be the title track off of Ricky and the Flash's like 1985, like you know, yeah, big smash hit album, Ricky and the Flash. I never saw Ricky and the Flash. I don't think anybody has. It's Jonathan Demi. I've seen a Master Builder, <laughs> which is <laughs> ridiculous that I've seen that. I've seen it mostly as a joke. Uh, come in is like the famous. I don't know yeah. if, if you know, you know. Um, I've seen the truth about Charlie. You know. Oh yeah, I've, I I want to see the truth about Charlie because it's so uh, negatively because uh, it just uh, nobody likes it. That's, it's that's fascinating to me. I mean, it's a five out of ten, but it's cool to it's fun to watch. I don't know. Sometimes you need a bad movie, uh, a normal Tandy Newton. Yeah, Tandy Newton, Tandy Way, right? Tandy Newton. Yeah. Okay. Gotta get used to that. It's like uh, when Rebecca Romaine changed her name all over again. Um, okay, so the the podcast that we're doing is about Ricky Choshu. It's about Ricky's war. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about Ricky and the Flash. Uh, Ricky Meryl Choshu. Meryl Streep is not really involved, no. Yeah. I mean, Ricky Choshu, I mean, Meryl Streep could play him, right? He's an emotive guy. Yeah, yeah. He is. That's the thing. That's one of the things we're going to talk about a lot is how he, he has a face that moves a lot and the Tenryu's face doesn't move at all. No. <laughs> um, Ricky Shoshu is a wrestler from Japan. All right. Hey, let's see. I'll bring up his Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah. Let's start. Uh, oh, there he is. Look. All right. He's uh, Ricky Shoshu. Um, he's actually, he's Korean? Yeah, he's Zanichi. Okay. Well, there you go. F- f- learning new stuff already. <laughs> podcast uh podcast about wrestling sorry i i honestly i gotta be honest with you i don't know i didn't know i don't know much about ricky choshu uh last week we did czw and i felt very comfortable i'll say that um yeah 
I was doing Gargiulo impressions and house impressions. We were talking about Adam Flash. Yeah, I mean, I felt really in my element in the segment where we talked about DJ Hyde telling Thumbtack Jack to pull his tights to the side and stick a dildo up his ass. Mm-hmm. I felt really in my in my in my zone. I was in my no, to be sure. So to go to Ricky Choshu, who's a guy that I like, I you know, I think about him. I think about him as like an older guy. Um, I think about him as an old man. I guess I've seen him a lot as an old man um, in like the 2000s. But yeah. This stuff I've seen very little of. We're talking about um, Ishin Gundan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be so embarrassing. I am really sorry. Ishin Gundan. Ishin Gundan, um, which is a stable that he formed in New Japan Pro Wrestling, where he, uh, he, he had broke into the business, I guess, in New Japan, right? Yeah. Um. He was like a, a wrestler, though. He was like a, an Olympic wrestler? Yeah, he was an amateur wrestler where, where he wrestled in uh, fucking Munich Olympics. Munich, okay. I saw the movie about that. Yeah. yeah. He, his part was cut out. Um. I don't believe he has any involvement in Operation Overlord or whatever it's called. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I have, I've never actually seen Munich. Oh, it's good. It's really good. Great sex I think people scene. People like it, yeah. People love the sex scene. Uh, no, it's awesome. Daniel Craig is great. Banna. Um, yeah, people, people remember Munich shouts out to Munich and Ricky and the flash. Um, so he's, he's a new Japan guy for the first 10 years of his career, becomes a big star in like 83, um, or it's like growing into a big star, right? Is that the deal? Yeah. Um, 83, he's sort of, he starts feuding with Fujinami and they have some big matches. They have like some legendary matches. There's like this one match. I, f- I think where Fujinami gets him in a hold, and he gets the ropes, and then he just refuses to break, and it like takes a really long time before like the referee calls the match. Um, they're heated rivals, and then he yeah. leaves. Why does he leave? I think he left because he couldn't deal with Noki for that for a little bit, you know. Yeah. I mean, this is about he leaves right after, like the year after uh, the original UWF forms. So obviously, people are. You know, this is one of the original uh, periods of people just chafing under Anoki's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he makes a deal to more or less create his own promotion with the help of Giant Baba. And that's that's J- Japan Pro Wrestling. That's just Japan Pro Wrestling. Japan Which is Japan. not a real promotion, right? It's like those were all Japan shows that... Yeah. Okay. They were. It was Ricky Produce. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. We did, we're not doing the, uh, the, the tin rematch, the famous tin rematch from one of those shows. Um, we're doing a different tin rematch, but I think we picked the right one. Um, these matches are all from the jump to All Japan uh, from 85 and 86. Mm-hmm. Um, the team of Ishin Gundan consisted of, feel free to go ahead. Ricky, Ricky Choshu, okay. Masa Saito, Animal Hamaguchi. Killer Khan, Konyaki Kobayashi, and hmm. Isamu Taranashi. Oh, Taranishi, yeah. Taranishi, Taranishi and and Hamaguchi were IWE guys, right? Who had like yeah. only recently jumped over when IWE IWE folds in like eighty one or eighty or something, right? Yeah. Um so that was an influx of fun weirdos to the New Japan undercard. So those guys are great. We did we we didn't there's a shot of Animal Hamaguchi in one of these matches that made me really regret us not doing an Animal Hamaguchi match. And Terenishi is a guy that I like too. Terenishi is around 
you know, forever. He's in all Japan in the nineties, right? He's like, in, yeah. he's, he's like the, the, the guy to take the fall in a six man in 92 over and over. I feel like, right. Yeah. In the, uh, Kikuchi or Ogawa oh, spot. We, we also forgot Yoshiaki Yatsu. Duh. Oh, Yatsu. Yeah. Yatsu's there and uh, somebody else, right? Hmm. I, I don't know. We'll get to it. Okay. So it's a, uh, it's a big crew. They come over, they invade all Japan. I can't figure out, I can't find anything about like promos or like what the story really was. What were his goals? Ricky's goals coming to all Japan. I don't, I can't find anything about that. <laughs> it just feels like he just, he's just here to fight Jumbo and Tenryu. And you know, that's great. He's immediately aiming for the big guns. He's going yeah. after the top guys. Uh, when is the first Choshu match in All Japan? Is it this one that we're about to do? No, I think it's an 84. Actually. Oh, is it? Is it that early? Okay, well, I'm going to bring it up here. Man, I broke a blood vessel in my thumb. It looks like hell. You should see this. It looks like I was throwing overhand chops or something. Like, uh, you know, one of the participants in the matches. <laughs> Perhaps one of them will throw an overhand chop. We might talk about it. All right, Ricky Choshu in All Japan... He, we're on page 24 of the matches. No, 23. Here we go. All right, cage match. All right, cage match. That's Nick Gage scrolling cage match. He's like, all right, Striga. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, his uh, first match is right. December 12th, 1984. Okay, very good. I see that here, too. Yeah, he's in the and he's the first Japan pro wrestling show. He, he wrestles Davey Boy Smith, which is very funny. Uh, Mr. Hitman. Uh, we have... The first match that we're going to do here is from February 5th, 1985. Sorry. Yeah, yes. February 5th. Oh, these, uh, the German, uh, the dates are backwards. <laughs> oh, cage match. They always get me. They get me every time. We're at the Tokyo Metropolitan Gymnasium, and we have... <laughs> what is that? Te- we have the team of Ishin Gundan, represented by Ricky Choshu, and Masasa Ito versus the big boys. Jumbo Saruta and Jinichiro Tenryu. Yeah, so we had to talk about like uh, we can't just do like four Tenryu and Jumbo matches because we're gonna run out of stuff to talk about. And I don't know if that was actually true. I think we probably would have been fine. But but um, I like what we did here. Uh, Tenryu and Saruta obviously are the big guys. Tenryu has throughout the early '80s he he sort of rises above he becomes very clearly one of the one of the top guys of the future right yeah um, he becomes to jumbo what jumbo was to baba right yeah and as baba's still in main events but he's slowing down considerably by 85 i guess it would be fair to say oh yeah um they're the they're the top guys so, so she's after the top guys and saito is an animal obviously the uh the oh the ricky choshu music i, I told you that i woke up humming it um, Power Hall. Power Hall. Let's see here. Oh. It's fucking sick. And it's like uh it's it's so cool. Um and every t- I feel like every time we do like old Japan shit from the early 80s, I'm always like, "Damn, I didn't know they had music back then." <laughs> and, and There's so I, many good themes. They already have all their iconic themes. Cuz Jumbo's yeah. theme, which I think is just called J, <laughs> it was like bah, bah, 
Dun, 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 dun. No, that's uh, that, so that's the Tenryu's music. Also, they fade from Jumbo's music into Tenryu's music. They have a weird mashup, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I, I, you know, I don't know who made all these songs. They're all. Why are they all so fucking sick? I did find that Power Hall by Ricky Choshu, not by by Ricky Choshu, is not by Ricky Choshu. It's by a guy named Susumu Hirasawa who did the music for some of Satoshi Kon's movies, uh, Paprika. Hell yeah, and maybe Paranoia Agent. And uh, also did the music for uh, Berserk, which is a beloved thing that I've never watched. I've never um, watched that. Either. I've asked every now every eighteen months. I ask worldwide, like, what's what's how am I supposed to watch this again? Am I supposed to watch the movies? And he's like, you gotta watch the twenty six hour like unabridged. He sends me like fucking a private YouTube link or whatever. <laughs> Shouts out to him. Uh, so I've never watched Berserk, but he did Ricky Choshu's uh, theme, which is cool. Um, it's the top comment on all of the YouTubes for it. Yeah, like and then is... you have fucking... Uh, and then fucking Tenryu has the uh, iconic... Thunderstorm. By fucking Masayoshi Takanaka. And who is that? Uh, I think he was like an actual pop star. Okay, I saw that name. I didn't I didn't look him up, though. Um, although I didn't I didn't look up uh, Susumu Hirasawa either. The, the, the guy in the comment section was very quick to tell me and everyone that he knew... <laughs> who this guy was and what he was famous for <laughs> um yeah it's cool i don't know i that's the thing i always wonder like who who wrote some of these songs um turns out that those two guys wrote them yeah <laughs> um all right so and they, i was gonna say they all remind me of like lupin the third and like sega game gear and shit you know yeah um it's just the vibe it's so good it puts you right there you feel like you're in 1985 um so Tenryu's hair here is the, is probably the best it's ever looked in all of these matches. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell everyone that we're going to have a lot of fashion talk on this one, a lot of hair talk. There's a lot of hair talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got three good heads of hair here. Uh, and also Jumbo. And also Jumbo. <laughs> Jumbo <laughs> with his fucking Ringo cut. Yeah, he does look like a beetle for sure. Um, no, all right. Tenryu's hair is great. Choshu's... Choshu obviously one of the coolest looks ever. I don't really know how to describe it. It's he's it's not really a mullet. I mean it is a mullet, but it's not it's not not a mullet, but it is not a mullet. Yeah. Uh, he looks kind of like he could be like a country western star though, you know. Yeah. Um it's like the was like the Asian character on King of the Hill reveals he has like a beautiful country western twang voice. Isn't that an episode of that? I want to say that this is a real thing. Okay, okay. That's- um not a show I'm over overly familiar with, but I I I know it's good. I know people like King of the Hill. Um, mm-hmm. Hit a little close to home. I think I've said on the show before. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit too realistic portrayal of a town that was kind of like the town I grew up in. Um, but seriously, somebody get Ricky Choshu a guitar and see what happens. <laughs> and then Masaito has his own fucking perm. Yeah, he looks awesome. He looks so cool. I. I watching this made me really want to just like watch more Saito matches because I never really never think about him. He had a weird career. Uh, obviously he's older. Um, he's already like in his forties here, but he didn't really. He never really. He didn't slow down for a while. Like we have him showing up in the like in fucking co-promoted New Japan to, uh, WCW shit. Like obviously for forever. And- oh yeah, who does he wrestle at Starcade '95 again? Wait, is it Johnny B. Bad? That feels entirely possible. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it's right. I just watched a match with him 
and fucking Hashimoto teaming against uh, Dustin Rhodes and Scott Norton uh, from one of the Dome oh. shows where that was co-promoted as sure. a uh, WCW thing. That's a great match. Yeah, that's some of that stuff is really. He interesting. is a little. He's a little guy. Uh, by comparison, <laughs> he's not a big dude. No, he he, he has, has a big presence. presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big spirit. Um, yeah, he's so cool. Big hair. Big hair. The spirit and the hair are at one. Are with at at one. They're with one. They're at one with each other. There we are. Yes. Um, all right. There's so, fusion. Yes. Between definitely. the hair and the spirit. Yes. Uh, and he's got the and iconic Gohan. look with the like the hat, like the capri pants. Yeah. Uh, Yatsu That's has his that look. Too. Yeah, Yatsu has the capri pants too. We'll talk about Yatsu because he's cute as well. <laughs> we'll talk about goofy little Yatsu. We'll talk about Ashrahara. Uh, we can talk about. We're gonna talk about Ashrahara. We will. We just, I got a note on Ashrahara too. Um, all right, let's talk about these guys though. All right, so this yeah, let's is, talk uh, about this match. It's green canvas with red at the edges of the apron. All right, Ricky's got his white boots. Tenryu's got his signature yellow boots. All the vibes are like exploding off the screen. I think. Yeah. I just it looks great. This is this this video quality on this one was really good too. Which I oh know, yeah no. I like shitty video quality. I, I love it. It's fun, but sometimes. It looks. It's nice to see what it looks Sometimes like. <laughs> it's cool when you have a match from thirty nine years ago. Thirty nine years ago. God. Yeah, and it how, looks fucking sparkling. Is that how long it's been? <laughs> I mean, I guess I didn't just. I just didn't do the math, but I guess that is how long it's been. Um. Yeah. It's you know they're the the vibes are really really hot. Um. The they're just uh. They start with like uh, you know a fierce. There's like a fierce lockup, and immediately Choshu and uh, Tenryu break off, and Choshu's making his big faces. Tenryu's not making any faces at all. Yeah, <laughs> face doesn't change one bit. Um, and then what? They they tag out. They end up tagging out. Saito comes out, puffs his chest out, and then Jumbo tags in. And like Jumbo, you know his legs are very impressive. He's a big guy. Um, and measured up really well against even you know the 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 big guy jeans. Obviously, Jumbo was called Jumbo because he was very big. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if people yeah, realize he went, that he went to fucking Texas and they're lo- and Dory Funk was like, "Come on, me, that's a fucking gay name. Unfortunately, <laughs> we got to give you a good name. You're Jumbo now." Oh, see, but Dory, that's Dory's old. He's very old. He was very old even then. So was, yes, you know, we gave all right, Grandpa. It's all right. We don't say it. We don't say that anymore. Um, you could say queer. <laughs> Does that make you feel better? Queer. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then so Jumbo uh, became Jumbo because I, of Dory. I, I don't know I, if I knew I that. Think about the, I think about Muda calling Nakamura queer that... uh, like once a week at least. <laughs> did he do that at in the match? He did that like at the at, after the at, at the fucking little press conference thing. It's also speculated <laughs> that he he said. That he might have said, uh, might have called him a faggot. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, everybody. I don't know that that happened. I think that, but the queer, maybe he's queer. <laughs> that sounds as incoherent as that all is. That's the most coherent part of it. Well, I believe it. I don't know. Muto's, uh, you know, quite a character. <laughs> that pic- weird little dick. The picture of his dick. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. <laughs> uh, was, yeah, that's right. Folks, <laughs> sorry if this this episode is really gay, folks. <laughs> uh, no, it's a lot of guys, a lot of you know. After last week's CZW dirtbags, fat, bloated, and skinny like heroin, and like just like <laughs> I'm just like you know casualties. All the, I could all of them. I I would fuck all these guys. You yeah, know. There, there's a lot more like um, juice in that ring. Physical. There's a lot more fucking um, 
conventional virality uh conventional virality yes no uh but vitality also vitality. Yes, vitality the players were very vital <laughs> i can't stop thinking about that fucking cage match review i saw where it was like the players were vital and robust and it just felt like man this is awesome i love that's it. great though <laughs> that's what you want from cage match you want them to i don't want them to be i want them to be fucking incoherent i want them yeah. to sound I well, want them to sound like like Russians. It's yeah, it's so crazy. Weird. There's there's a lot of it, German that isn't translated on there. The <laughs> well, I don't. I just I think it's a great community, and I'm glad that they're I'm glad that there's like a they're tightening the rules up around there at, at Cage Match. <laughs> no no tribalism for the inmates. I think it's good. I think it's really good. It's, we need to keep that that community strong. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. The Eastern Lariat podcast. Uh, all right, so Jumbo and Choshu locking up for the first time. I mean, this is probably not the first actual meeting of these guys, but the crowd goes nuts for the first time they touch, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Jumbo uh, yanks Ricky's arm around and, like, splashes it. Um, and then Ricky scoop slams his ass out of the arm bar. Big pop when Ricky first crosses his legs. He's going for the sharpshooter. Not the sharpshooter. A scorpion deathlock. The, uh, Sasori Gatami. Yeah, Sasori Um The the scorpion deathlock. You can just call it the scorpion deathlock. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it both. I'm gonna try real hard to say that. I'm gonna have it down by the end of this. Um, I spelled it about seven different ways in my notes. Sasori Sasori Gatame. Okay, we'll get there, folks. Um, so Saito and and. Tenryu get in, wrestle around a bit. Saito scoop slams Tenryu. Tenryu's down. Saito tags in Choshu, and Tenryu defiantly stands up super fast and gets in his face. Um, It's like this is the matchup everybody, I think, really wants at this point. I don't know if anybody's ready for Ricky versus versus Jumbo, right? It feels like the match is going to be Ricky and Tenryu. I guess maybe the match for Japan Pro was announced. Maybe this is the lead-in. Uh, that's still like a maybe, maybe. I mean, that's no, that's enough time, I guess. Yeah, it's just a couple weeks after this, right? Yeah, yeah, that might make sense. Um, so people are hot for that match, right? And uh, he uh, Ricky hits him with a hard shoulder block, goes for the Sasori Gatame real fast, legs crossed super fast, intense, crowds getting fucking hyped. Um, but he still can't lock it in. And I just, I think the 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 Scorpion Deathlock is just a a really cool move that's got its own like built-in rules and logic, just like all of the great submissions. Yeah, pl- they have their own rules. Like you're, they're established enough that you know, like this is a specific reversal of this, and this works this way. Um, you know, the the figure four and the reverse the leverage or the way, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, it's I think it's on the Mount Rushmore of like pro wrestling holds, like not counting like lucha yaves, of course. Um, but it's like you know. Figure four, sharpshooter, um, Boston Crab, and spinning toe hold, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Fujiwara armbar? Fujiwara armbar, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, camel clutch. How about that? <laughs> camel clutch is pretty, yeah, that's a strong one. <laughs> maybe that's it. Um, talking like grounded holds, yeah. Um, that See, that'd be a thread. Eric Alper. Right. What are your favorite grounded holds? What are your favorite grounded holds, folks? And then like the emoji of the wrestler guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Quote tag, please. Um, I uh, hate it on there. X app. <laughs> what do you think about X mail? 
What's X? What's X Mail? Apparently, uh, Elon is going to launch his own Gmail competitor called X Mail. Oh, that's great! Is it going to be? Is it going to be fully integrated? With I have no idea. With it's X App, <laughs> fully integrated, where you just uh, get random emails by racists. Yeah, or people just tagging you about crypto constantly. Still, even yeah. despite it being a, all over, it's over, folks. Do you want to <laughs> say it together, Bucky? <laughs> you go Pussy ahead. In bio. The pussy That's, in bio. We're dating, we're dating this episode, unfortunately, because nobody's <sighs> going to remember that in three weeks. But no, the pussy in bio thing, and uh, but no, we get yeah, yes, bro. Check out our pinned. We get that one so much on the podcast account. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, I don't know if it's because we said NFT and like jokes about making an NFT out of, Brian asshole. out of Brian Nobbs' asshole, or if it's just because we have like open DMs or something. I really don't know, but we get a lot of those and their, their, their profile picture is the X logo. <laughs> and it's just yeah. like, man, this stinks. Um, I miss the eggs. Remember when they were eggs? Yeah. Who changed my profile pic to an egg? That's what that was like a Dave Chappelle tweet. <laughs> Pretty sure. Back before he said all that other stuff that he did. Yeah. Oh, too bad. Um. All right. So Scorpion Deathlock. Right. Great move. We all agree. We uh, we love it. All right. Fine. Let's move on. Uh, can't get the Scorpion Deathlock on. He didn't even get it on. We talked all that about it. Um. So he tags Saito and hits a Russian leg sweep. Uh. But then Tenryu hits him with a a big high backdrop. Tags Jumbo in for some European uppercuts as the commentator starts yelling about Dory Funk. Um. Because he does European uppercuts. He's probably. I mean, I don't know what he's saying. I imagine it's like he's very old. He couldn't be here because he's so old. He's boring as hell. <laughs> he looks like piss. Boring, yeah, boring, boring Funk Jr. Somebody's made that joke, I'm sure. Boring Funk, yeah. Boring Funk. He's not. He's a good wrestler. He is um, I, I, He's great sometimes. Sometimes he's like the best. Um, he's so old. Um, we get to talk about him later. Yeah, I, we, yeah, we do. His suit. Yeah, all right. Um, Saito mounts, mounts a comeback on the Furious Jumbo. Uh, tags Ricky. They spike... Tr- Pile drive is long, motherfucking ass. Um, he's so long when when uh, when Saito picks him up for the pile driver, you like really see this, the height difference between those oh, two yeah. guys. Um, and because he has to hold him up, and Ricky does the he spikes him. It's awesome. Um, and then uh, Ricky grabs the legs of Jumbo, crosses them, and this time he's more deliberate about it. The the previous times he like you know he locked he tried to go for it real quick. This time he does it. He almost gets Jumbo for a full turn, and then he starts pointing at Tenryu and saying, like, you motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Like, shouting at Tenryu. And they show Tenryu, whose face has not changed one bit, of course. Um, And then he he makes the full turn. Jumbo is locked in it. Ricky's seated super low. Um, I'm pretty sure the sharpshooter is one of those holds that kind of just feels like you're stretching a little bit when when the guy does it correctly. It doesn't actually, like... Yank yeah. it. it's a it's a worked a good work told um that you shouldn't feel hardly at all but this looks like it fucking hurts <laughs> the way ricky does it does not look like like brett's well it's definitely based out of like a catch wrestling thing i remember barnett saying that years ago really uh but it is like a fucking yeah like it's evolved uh through uh being through going through so many countries and shit so like so here's how you do it and not fuck your opponent up Right, right. So is this is he the innovator? Is he credited sort of as or is he who invented this fucking thing? It wasn't Bret Hart, obviously. Did Bret Hart no. get it from him? Bret Hart learned it from Conan. Yeah. Uh from Bret Hart learned it from Conan. Yeah, as Max Moon. That's impossible. 
That's one hundred percent true, though. That's impossible. He was doing the sharpshooter before Max Moon was around, wasn't he? No, it wasn't. That's impossible. Oh my god, we can't talk about this right now. But that's impossible. <laughs> it's not true. Fucking Luke Skywalker suddenly. Oh my god. Okay, I'm not gonna Google that right now. We can't do that. Okay. Uh- <laughs> All right, so Jumbo push-ups out of it, right? Jumbo's huge, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is essentially uh, Choshu's invented move. Okay. A- in this form. Okay, okay. Um, he So Jumbo pushes up. It's really impressive. He makes his way to the ropes, and he gets on the floor. He smacks himself in the face some, um, and he's just like wading through the sea of discarded streamers that are covering the ground. Uh, back in, Saito swarms him, lifts him up for a backdrop. Ricky comes flying off the fucking top rope with what the commentators call a flying knee butt. Uh, basically, a knee, he knee drops him out of midair as he's getting backdropped. It's some fucking PWG offense here. Oh, yeah. For Mission Gun in 1985. It's really cool. That would have been a uh, three count, but Tenryu breaks it up with the trademark All Japan Tag Team full force stomp to the back of the head. Yep, yeah, just fuck <laughs> you. Nope, we're not doing that. It became one of the things that really got me into the 90s style was like watching 6 9 95 and just the way that like they would break up tags or break up pins with like the guy would come in and just stomp the back of his head and I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> so good, so good. Uh I don't know how how far back that goes, but it goes back to at least here. I think this is this is this is considered like the birth of the modern like work rate, basically, right? Like the yeah. the, the the heavyweight side of it, kind of. It's here. Yeah, like, this it's, is the like because this is the merging of uh, like two styles. Right, right, and it's it's awesome. Like it's it's clearly this is early on, and I think it's really evolved in there. By the time we come to January '86, with the match we'll do at the end, they have really locked in a, a work rate, like a, a modern heavyweight tag work rate. Just just not a, not that far off from what you'd see ten years later or now. You know, yeah, uh, forty years later, thirty eight years later. Like this is this is where it all sort of began, right? Saito is obviously, you know, the back the back suplex. I kept thinking, oh yeah, Saito suplex, right? Yeah, it's him. Tech, <laughs> but he, I mean, I Choshu has throws some incredible suplexes in this, the, and there yeah. there are which are like uh, fucking Saito esque to be sure. But you don't get a ton of that classic the uh, Saito turning suplex. No, no, uh, the. The more high angle, lift them really high, then drop straight back. There's no real bridge to it. It's a, it's a different kind of suplex. It's really cool. Yeah, Choshu's is is the best. And and, uh, Tenryu's got a backdrop that's kind of like that, but a little lazier, obviously, because Tenryu does everything a little lazier, because <laughs> that's that's what he's all about. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Stops to the back of the head. Saito whips Jumbo in, grabs a sleeper. Uh, Jumbo survives, tags out to Tenryu, who lays out Saito, hits that fucking backwards falling top rope elbow, the coolest fucking move ever. Yeah. He just perfectly fits his vibe. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm on the top rope now. I guess I'll just fall backwards off, and I'll maybe I'll land on the guy that I'm fighting. That's Tenryu. <laughs> Like, yeah. Well, I find myself on the top rope. I suppose I'll just fall backwards off and stick my elbow out. Fuck it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, face unchanged. Unchanged. Um, 
he gets Saito in like a head scissor hold. Saito rolls all the way to his corner, tags in Ricky, who comes in and stomps and kicks the shit out of Tenryu, who sells it only a little bit, and then gets up and backdrops Ricky almost out of his fucking boots. And that's a that's a near fall. And then an Enziguri, which Tenryu he doesn't do this in any of the other matches. This Tenryu Enziguri, he really winds it up. He like pulls his leg back. Yeah. And he holds it back there for like two seconds and then he windmills it around and hits his very odd Enziguri, of course, the Tenryu. <laughs> no, yeah. The, the other Enziguris he hits are much more the classic Tenryu uh, cement-footed ones mm-hmm. where it's just like... His body doesn't go up. His foot only goes up. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, I'm going to hit you hard and you're going to live with it. It's like he or doesn't not. jump. It's like he's doing a roundhouse kick, but then suddenly he's left his feet, but he doesn't jump. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody else does it like that. <laughs> Nobody else has ever done an enziguri the way he does it. Nobody <laughs> else could get away with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't have his size and gravitas. Well, that's the thing. When I first saw Tenryu, he was like an old man. I think the first Tenryu match I ever saw was the Muto match, the Triple Crown from 01. Yeah. Which is a fucking incredible match, obviously. Um, and it's, I think it's the first time I ever saw him. And I was like, oh, this, these are old guys. This is this guy's. And I would just assumed that when I saw him do a fucking enziguri for the first time, that that's, that's how he does it now because he's old. But back in the day, he probably hit a really good enziguri, right? No. <laughs> Never. Not once. Always the fucking, what do you call it? You said cement foot. Yeah. Like, it's just, he he doesn't. Move, he just doesn't jump with it. He doesn't he jump. Just, it's magic. He swings with it. It's he a swings. little different. How does the how does the other foot leave the ground though? It's just it doesn't make. I don't know. We're gonna have to review the tape. We have to get Stevie Richards on it. Um, yeah, Maven. May get Maven. Hey, let's get Maven on it. <laughs> um, you know, you ever, did I ever tell you that when I uh, so I, I saw WrestleMania 18 um, in WWE New York, WWF New York. Do you know this? No. No, okay. Um, well, anyways, I did. Uh, I watched it on the big screen there and also Raw the night after because we had, I don't know, my mom had booked some trip and we were there. We are going to be in New York and it was going to be WrestleMania, so it worked out. Um, yeah. I, I wish I had been in Toronto, obviously. It's like the, one of the greatest fucking live experiences ever, that, that show. Anyways, in WWF New York, um, Maven's mom was in front of us in line and my mom talked to her for like 20 minutes while we were in line and she said she was Maven's mom, but I was like, I wonder if that's really Maven's mom. <laughs> I would have been 13. Yeah. So that's cool. We talked to, uh, when we went to MLW, uh, right before the pandemic, we talked to Douglas James's mom <laughs> and Douglas awesome. James, who's now. I'm pretty sure very canceled, unfortunately. Uh, but his mom was nice. Sure. Hey, you know. And I don't think you would lie about being Douglas James's mom. You can't always be responsible for what your children do. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Stay away um, from drugs and shit, man. Yeah, you know. Don't. Yeah. I don't know. It's up to you. That's fair. It's wrestling, though. You know. It's about pain. <laughs> yeah. It's all bad. Um, Stay away from California. Yeah. Those guys. That's definitely true. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, where were we? Let's see. He's got the uh, Choshu has got his uh, own sick high angle uh, backdrop on on Tenryu there. They're throwing fucking bombs for eighty five. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jumbo and Saito in now. It's there's a lot of tagging in and out. This is really hard stuff to to do play by play. And I don't I don't even know if it's worth it. I hope this is listenable. Um, we have enough excursions outward. 
<laughs> to, yeah. To, okay. Um, I think we're doing a good job. I was really I worried. We're doing great. I was really yeah. worried about this episode. I wasn't sure if we'd be able to do it, and I'm still kind of worried about it here in the middle of it. So we'll see. Um, we might have to take an early break. No. Uh, they they hit Saito with. Uh, all right. So Jumbo and Saito. Jumbo hits his fucking the best move in the world. Right. His fucking flying knee to the face of a running opponent while opponent while he is also running at full speed. That's it's, yeah. He whips him off. And then he fucking runs full speed and the big flying. And he nails him with this one. Uh, and then they, they hit Saito with a sort of simultaneous Inziguri, Gamangiri thing. Yeah. It's not the best execution, but I love that they tried it. And that gets two. And then Ricky wags his finger at Jumbo. Like, no, not that mm. easy. And then another huge Jumbo knee gets two. Saito then hits a fucking flash backdrop on, on the big man. It's just crazy. It's just crazy, crazy, crazy. Jumbo suddenly grabs him belly to belly, walks him over to the ropes and sort of suplexes Saito and himself over the top, like belly to belly suplex over the top rope to the floor. It looks fucking awesome. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It looks, it's kind of like a uh, Shane Douglas, you know, sideways belly to belly. And he just throws him over the top rope and he holds on and they both go over. Um, not unlike that, you know, when Davey Richards and whoever did that superplex into the... <laughs> Remember I that? believe it was Eddie Edwards, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not not like it, but also not unlike it. Uh, let's see. What if that was good? Yeah, what if that was good? Exactly, folks. Saito gets back in, and Choshu... Uh, so Saito gets back in. Cho- Jumbo is climbing up onto the apron and is going is gonna to follow him back in. And then Choshu lariats Jumbo off of the apron. And then Tenryo hits Saito with an Enziguri, sending him to the floor. And then they brawl in the ring... Ricky and Tenryu do, and yeah. this this is the finish, the count, double countout finish here, where the two legal men are now brawling on the floor. Saito hits two suplexes on Jumbo on the fucking floor, uh, a vertical suplex and a back suplex, or Saito suplex, I should say. Yeah. Um, as Tenryu and Ricky just brawl like maniacs in the ring, and then the ref counts out Jumbo and Saito, the legal men, and it's declared a double countout, which I think is perfect, and just spot on way to finish a match um yeah uh, yeah we're gonna yeah, this is just gonna say straightforwardly this is not a, a show that's full of uh clean endings yeah it's tough but why should it be it's Can interesting it be? it's interesting that that's that's like this stuff can endure that and i think that's the reason why a lot of it's kind of overlooked though even though it's famous famous in the history of all japan with real fans but yeah um and obviously you know dave Meltzer was loved oh, this wow. company at the time and was yeah. really, you know, putting the stuff over huge in the in the in the newsletter. Um, and yeah, this match is this is great. I mean, this is a great way to do it. It's a great way to, you know, it's faction drama. Like, what's better than seeing like a ring full of guys in like their company logo jackets defending yeah. against a heel faction? Like, it worked in America too, obviously. Like, <laughs> it's worked forever. It's great. Um, and then after the match, Jumbo rubs Tenryu's head and just run, runs his fingers through his hair and tells him he did a good job. I'm not joking. That's what happened. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't hear him. That's what I imagine he said. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, from June 21st, 1985. Do I have that right? Yes, at the, at the Nippon Budokan. Yes, at the Budokan. Uh, it's Ricky Choshu versus Genichiro Tenryu. I never know if it's a hard G or soft G on that one. I always say if the soft G, but yeah. I don't know. I don't fucking know if it matters. I don't know. I mean, we don't know how to fucking pronounce Gato's name. Gato? Yeah. 
The people say ghetto all the time. Ghetto. They say yeah. it'll come. Sir. I think it's gato. Look how he books. Look at who he's look who he's just put on top. Nick Nemeth. It's gato. Clearly. Uh, Tanahashi dropping the belt to Riddle. How funny is that? That's really funny. Oh yeah. That, no, that card. I looked at it on Cage Match and it was pathetic. I like. I was shocked because I just watched Danielson and Saber from that, and I watched. Yeah. That, I watched the part of the cage, the big cage war. I got to finish it. It seems good. Yeah. Um, it's like forty-five minutes long. <laughs> But still, I, I don't know. They, it seemed like they were doing good, good stuff. I, I thought it looked interesting, um, but no. Show Tanaka getting his first uh, t- fucking junior title reign like a decade and a half in on a countout win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it the, looks the, the, great. Pe- people were mad about that. I saw. Yeah, it sucks. Um, it was a lot better in 1985 in All Japan Pro Wrestling, where Ricky Choshu wrestled Genichiro Tenryu in the Budokan. The Budokan. No, the 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 Budokan. The Budokan. How, do, how would uh? Like an 80s. Like the, how what, would Paul Bosch say it? How, that, that's what I was doing. Bodacon. Yes. Bodacon. Uh, I was thinking like, uh, like a wide world of sports guy. The Bodacan. Folks, we are live from the Bodacan Arena. Is it the Bodacan Arena? It's just the Nippon Budokan. It's just the Nippon the Budokan. Budokan is like, it, that means where you like do judo and shit. Oh, sure. Okay. Budokan. Um, I must have known that at some point in my life, right? God, the things I've forgotten. Um, all right, with huge Choshu chants. Big pop when his music hits. Yeah, this motherfucker's over. It's weird. Sounds like girls. Sounds like girls yeah. are screaming for him. Are, do, were girls really into Ricky Choshu? What's going on here? He has fantastic hair. Yeah, is he like, was he like a, but he's kind of like stubby, stumpy and. He, got, he has an owl face. Yeah, you sure? <laughs> I hear you. <ya. laughs> He's, I don't know. It seems like a lot of girls are popping for him. I don't know. It's very interesting. Here's where we get Animal Hamaguchi on the apron with the rest. The rest of Ishin Gundan are also here, but they're all in matching outfits. And Animal Hamaguchi is wearing tiny 1980s gym shorts and a tank top that says muscles. And, a, and a, <laughs> yeah. like a picture of a barbell. <laughs> this is where I regretted that we didn't fit an Animal Hamaguchi match. Uh, he looks awesome. And then, yeah, Thunderstorm, which is... It's one of the great songs. Is Jumbo's song has the part where it's like, it sounds like water's in it all of a sudden. Yeah. I have to listen to these in a little bit. We're going to do that when we come back from the break. We'll just listen to Tinryu and... And Jumbo's songs, too. We'll listen to Stan Hansen's theme for no reason other than because it's cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, the the NWA United National Championship. I looked it up. That's what this mm-hmm. is. I don't know if this is for the belt. Tinryu solemnly attempts to hand, solemnly as he is, uh, this beautiful belt, which, of course, was one of the belts that, be, the three belts that became the Triple Crown. Yeah. To the ring announcer, while Ricky is just shouting at him from the other corner, Ricky walks forward and snatches the belt out of his hand and throws it to the ground super hard. And then, like, <laughs> the ring's full no. of guys wearing suits. And Tenryu's just like, like, his, he doesn't, it doesn't change. Face doesn't yeah, like change. like, Lord James Bleers and shit are here. Is that Lord James Bleers? <laughs> I don't know. I think it might be. I think he was the PWF president, actually, so I don't know who the hell that is. It kind of looks like Paul Bosch, but I don't think it is Paul Bosch. Yeah, it's the white-haired guy. 
Yeah. Yeah, I've I've seen him in other ones too. I've seen him in other other like he's announced other matches. Um uh, Yeah. Where... As like the representative for the NWA. Yeah, right, 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 right. Uh so that's that's great. Those guys are in the ring and they're like, you know, just standing still. They don't know what to make of this and the ref starts trying to wave them out of the ring because Ricky <laughs> Sooner you just start slapping each other, like preliminary slaps. Yeah, and then like a handful of streamers start getting thrown in the ring, and it's just beautiful. They're just kind of slapping each other, and the refs trying to get these guys out, and they're streamers. Yeah. It's really nice. It's good vibes. Um, when we then we do get proper intros finally, and obviously Tenryu's face hasn't changed a fucking millimeter since he woke up this morning. Uh, they start with the most intense fucking collar and elbow you've ever seen in your life. Um. <laughs> uh, on the second one, though, Tenryu immediately starts chopping and kicking. His scoop slam goes for a cover, which is such a dick move to do 30 seconds into a match. <laughs> yeah. And then another scoop slam. Tenryu egotistically climbs to the top rope. Choshu gets up immediately and is like, what are you fucking doing, dude? Throws him off like Flair. Then gives him a drop kick right in the mouth so Tenryu knows he's not fucking around. We're not mm-hmm. goofing off here, man. And then we get, what do we get? It's Snapmare Sleeper Hold, Snapmare Head Scissor. Like, the whole match is just gonna, it's just them alphaing each other with, like, just like basic wrestling school bullying yeah. techniques. <laughs> you know, you know, when you, like, you're, you know, you're in the head scissor and you transition out of it and, and you grab a headlock, you know, like, it's, yeah. it's, that's what you sort of expect Tenryu to do out of this head scissor, but he doesn't do that. He just stands up and stomps Choshu a bunch and then stands him up and starts chopping him. Like, they're not, you know, it's... The holds here are not, they're, they're not wrestling. It's all just about yeah. big dicking. Um, which Choshu, I don't know, was I going to talk about it here? I guess maybe not here. Maybe it's later. Um, Choshu is very specifically one of the most like alpha wrestlers I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. I mean, he is a guy who uh, supposedly got a trainee killed because he just wanted to see like him get suplexed over and over because he thought it was fun. Oh, sure, I've heard of that. Yeah, I never. I always, you know, I always get that confused with Kinsuke. That was Kinsuke who was doing the suplexing. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's and why. And then there's, there's <laughs> that death. I never remember that guy's name, unfortunately. And then there was uh, the giant yeah. Okahai death, which is the one that uh, in in uh, World Japan uh, about a decade later, where Kensuke was probably involved, but it got blamed on Kenzo Suzuki, which I never never made sense to me. Kenzo it's... always felt like the fall guy. Yeah, right. I remember Kenzo having that. I remember that happening. Um, and that's before Kenzo goes to America? Yeah. So weird. So weird. I liked Kenzo when he came back to AGPW and he was a weird guy and he had the Kenzo. Kenzo, yeah. yeah. He had the, the He had the bell. The, like, yeah. just, the rope. Yeah, he was cool. And he was having weird bloody matches of Zeus and shit. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. That guy was cool. Um weird guy. The uh let's see, the drop kick right to the mouth, head scissor, head scissor. Where were we? <laughs> Sorry. They uh, you uh, want to get to uh Tenryu start working the arm? That's yeah. Great. Yeah, so they go for another lockup. Tenryu says, fuck you, kicks him in the gut, grabs the arm for the over-the-shoulder, the the old-school arm breaker, and then, like, the hip throw out of it. Yeah. Grabbing the Jujigatami. And then it's a long fight to get out of the armbar as Choshu gets all the way to his feet twice, but the wrist firmly controlled by Tenryu, yanking him back down. Yeah. This is a good fight. This is is the New Japan part of the fight, right? Is that the idea? So Choshu is getting bested by the, the All Japan guy at the at the ground game at this point. 
Uh, Choshu does manage to step through at one point, almost sets up the scorpion hold, uh, but settles for this sort of grounded version of it on his back. So they're like not quite in a figure four, not quite in a figure four. It's halfway to a Sasurigatame, but it's, you know, it breaks the arm bar finally, and they, they end up rolling into the ropes. Yeah. And then Choshu, oh, he shoots the leg. Oh, yeah, shoot the leg. And takes Tenryu down, goes for the leverage on the right leg. He's trying to hyperextend the knee, mm, standing atop him. Oh, baby. He steps through, cross the leg over, and he's going to get him in the scorpion, but Tenryu's got that dreaded wrist control again. Uh-oh. <laughs> Nope. Yep. <laughs> so funny that I Tenryu Okada, that being Tenryu's last match, it's I never really understood it. It never made sense to me that that like that 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 was the guy. Um, but Tenryu showing the wrist control here. Yeah. Now well, it makes sense to me. I mean, Tenryu wanted to go out uh, like a star. Choshu just had like sure. six man. <laughs> yeah. His last match of like a cork and yeah, it was weird. Was that was that billed as his last match? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Um, I think I watched that. It was like five years ago. Yeah, it yeah. was something like that. I think I watched that. Um, Those shows were good. That uh, there's that uh, fucking uh, Nakajima and uh, Kenemura versus Nomura and um, what's his face match? Yeah, Nomura. Nomura and um, um, oh shit, the. Are we talking about astronauts? Are we talking about uh, yeah, all Yeah, we're Japan? talking about Takuya Nomura and... And, was... and Fuminori Abe. No, he wasn't teaming with Abe. He was teaming with, oh, Hideyoshi Kamatani. Oh, sure. Cool. That's a great match. Have you seen Kamatani versus Necro yet? No, I probably <laughs> should. Yeah. yeah, you should watch that. It's, it's a hoot. I need to put that in the thread, actually. That's, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, Tenryu with the wrist control, baby. Uh, they finally break... Tenryu looks at Choshu with, like, the exact same face he always has. Uh, nothing has happened. It's like nothing has happened. It's like he hasn't even been in a fight. It's like he doesn't he... change his face, but he changes the angle of his head. He will cock his head like a dog occasionally. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, what does that signify? Not sure. The scientists have not determined yet what that means. When Tenryu turns his head at a 45-degree angle... Um... <laughs> All right, Choshu uh, gets the arm worked over some more, the lariat arm, right? Then he yeah. grabs a tight headlock, gets sent into the ropes, and then levels Tenryu with like one of the hardest shoulder blocks you've ever seen. Uh, and then back to the headlock, yeah. Work that fucking headlock, my man. But look out for Tenryu, he's got your leg, you're going up, and you just got, oh, you just got back suplex, friend. <laughs> well, you know, that's, a, that's one of the dangers of grabbing the headlock. Yeah. Especially in all Japan in 1985. You're probably going to get back suplexed. Um, and then look. Oh, sorry. Tenryu's got your arm again. <laughs> Fuck. I didn't know Tenryu's a fucking submission machine. He's just punching the arm. He's chopping he's... the arm. He's enziguring the arm. Yeah. He's, he's got it thoroughly barred at one point. Backs him in the corner. Slaps him like four times. And then, uh, yeah. what Ch- Choshu comes back for like a back elbow. But Tenryu smashes the arm. Uh-oh. Um, it's a bulldog. Love a bulldog. It's a, it's a lost art. The bulldog. 
I mean, great bulldog. Dustin's bulldog obviously is like this the stuff of legends, right? But yeah. This early bulldog where they really smash their fucking face in. I think is it? It's Yatsu hits one on Jumbo, in the yeah, and that's just incredible. It's a great move. I love a bulldog. I hate you. Know what I hate fucking the Jericho jumping face smash, the lazy bulldog where you just yeah grab the back of the head or the hair. Oh, I hate it. Fuck you, Chris Jericho. <laughs> Go away forever. Um, take your wife. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Um, and then Tenryu decides to fast forward a full decade, lifts Choshu up for what the commentators think is going to be a pile driver, but he just fucking power bombs him on the back of his neck. Yeah. This is yeah, like, so... it's crazy. And it only gets a one count because they're in the ropes. And then Choshu is up, no selling it immediately. Like, <gasps> hawk after a pile driver. <laughs> hits the fucking backdrop on Tenryu and then you see this is this is one of two times where you see Tenryu's face change and here it's in mid backdrop mouth wide open <laughs> as he slammed like this I think this might be this is maybe the highest angle or second highest angle backdrop you know I love a high angle on a oh backdrop. yeah I, I love a good angle on raw and I love a high angle backdrop um I don't actually watch raw <laughs> they don't have good angles they don't have good angles if they had good angles again storytelling you know that's what i'm all about me and fucking ice cubes kid yeah. uh dumb motherfucker <laughs> uh poor o'shea jr <clears throat> yeah he's 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 lost he worked himself into a shoot he's truly lost we cannot we cannot get him back um so choshu cannot get the scorpion on him without him getting the ropes so choshu winds up uh just lariating the fucking hell out of him with the with the busted arm, drags him into the middle and locks it on. The Sasori Gatame. Am I saying it right now? No. Yeah, it not. sounds good. Oh, all right, excellent. I'm gonna fucking look it up later. I'm gonna have the 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 Google uh, machine, <laughs> the the Google automatic thing where it obviously isn't gonna sound right at all. Yeah. Um, get a computer to tell me that I'm doing it wrong. Uh, so he drags him in the middle, locks in the scorpion hold, and then you see a single yellow streamer thrown into the ring, uh, theoretically in support of Tenryu who refuses to submit deep squat. Tenryu looks dead. And then Choshu drops the hold, which is, I think is always an interesting thing, releasing the hold because you know, they're too stubborn to give up. Yeah. Which now has been negated by the, the ref stoppage and like the passing out from the pain finish. Right. Yeah. Like this wouldn't hold the same uh, logic now. I feel like. Yeah, this only happens in, like, Lucha, where the ref will be like, all right, just give it up, you fucking dick. Yeah, you, you're clearly not stretching him as good as you're th- fucking stretching him. <laughs> it looked pretty, uh, trauma too, but <laughs> it's yeah. not doing the trick. Just go ahead and move on to the next Yabe. Um, yeah, so he he begins slapping and lariating Tenryu, who will not go back down, and then Tenryu sort of cuts off a lariat with an enziguri. Ricky retreats to the floor, Tenryu does two, and then Ricky is back in first, acting like, no, I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't hurt. I wasn't even selling. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's see, Tenryu gets suplexed back in the ring uh, from the apron, the hard way, uh, gorilla, and then still can't get the scorpion. Another desperate enziguri from Tenryu, but Choshu doesn't give a fuck. He takes Tenryu out to the apron and runs him into the buckle uh the turnbuckle not the pad but the actual metal part of the turnbuckle yeah and tenryu bumps to the floor and 
blades, of course. Of course he does, Tenryu. Do it. It's time. Get the get the thing and cut your head. <laughs> I love it when they do that. <laughs> we wouldn't have a podcast. We would. Yeah, we wouldn't. I mean, yeah, I, I probably would have lost my. I mean, well, they don't. If nobody ever thought to 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 use a razor blade, but they did figure out like two hundred light tubes. <laughs> Can you imagine a world where we skipped the one thing? Um, we invented the microchip before the fucking wheel. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm sorry. Um, so he he brings him back. Choshu gets him back on the apron, slams his head into the buckle again, right? And Tenryu sells the second one by stumbling backwards like five steps along the full length of the apron and falling down like Terry Funk or something. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Such a good... Like, you know, he suddenly he's bleeding, so he's his, his entire... Uh, he's, st- he's fully discombobulated. Yeah, his style of bumping is completely changed. Tenryu is so good. Tenryu is like one of the, obviously uh, everybody knows this, <laughs> but Tenryu is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Um, and then what? Ref is checking Tenryu's cut. This is how they get away with this one because Choshu can't take a fall. Tenryu won't. Ten- Tenryu won't take. A, Tenryu can't take a fall. Choshu won't take a fall. Yeah. Um. So this is a ref is in the way of Tenryu. Tenryu's trying to, you know, get up. He, he's like trying to pull himself up, bleeding a lot. And the ref is all the way between them. And Choshu keeps throwing him down to try to punch Tenryu, punch in the cut. And work in the cut, work in the cut immediately. Like, I mean, it's it, it, it this match is over just just as it was really getting good. I mean, I don't know. The whole thing was awesome, obviously. But, yeah. Uh, ref gets all the way between them. And Choshu has had enough. He throws him all the way out of the fucking ring. And the ref just, you know, calls for the bell, disqualifies Choshu. I think it must have been a disqualification, right? It's not yeah. a no contest. I mean, this is a win for Tenryu. Um, as much as it could be. <laughs> it's an on-paper win. Has Choshu ever lost a fucking match? <laughs> I'm have to look this up. Uh, Choshu keeps going after Tenryu until Ashurahara... One of the finest mustaches in all of wrestling history. He's looking like Efron in fucking Iron Claw with his like uh, tank top and yeah, uh, he looks he looks very funny. He does look like Zac Efron. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, he's he's here to save his little brother, right? I guess is the relationship there. They were always tied together. I feel like right. Hara and Tenryu, yeah. Yeah, Hara uh, was fired by Baba for like having three hundred thousand dollars in debt or something. Yeah, that he couldn't pay back. Uh, but Hara ended up as a SWS uh, war guy. Yeah, and that's the best Hara stuff too. I, I think is ninety ninety three or whatever the just war tags. Yeah, which we got to figure. Out. That's how that's how we got to figure out how to do that. Um, or we just do like a headbutt gods sort of thing, you know? Because <laughs> he's in and he like he he cuts a like a yelling promo and he's getting chance and you know what Kikuchi Hashi Hara Hanma. Like that's an episode. Just do yeah. do some headbutters, <laughs> you know, um, or do like guys who had debts to the Yakuza. We could do that. That could be an episode. Was that the deal? He like Baba paid off his debts and then he couldn't pay Baba back. I think that's what I read. I I've read that like uh, he was working with a shady guy and like Baba sent him the money and fucking he sent he gave the guy the money and then it's like oh the money the money go oh, like to promote no. a show or something like okay. that. Okay. God. Yeah, that's a bummer. He's a good guy, Ashrahara. We will definitely talk about him. And on... then he turns on Tenryu. 
He's chopping the shit out of Tenryu. Oh, he turns on Tenryu. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, and then because it's because he's representing the old IWE too. So yeah. there's like a third fucking faction. So I was gonna and ask. Don't get into that because Choshi doesn't give a shit about that. Yeah. So th- there's it's a bunch of calamity. Um. Yeah. Hara's Hara's over as like a baby face. Seems like he's. <laughs> they love this guy. Uh, you want to take a break? Are we ready to do that? Yeah, let's take a little break. Okay. Um. Rusher Kimura won his first major title uh, by teaming with Thunder, Thunder Sugiyama to win the TWWA World Tag Team title, the Trans World Wrestling Alliance World Tag Team title. Now, Rusher, I didn't know that. <laughs> do you know? Do you know this about Rusher that he's going to be on Effie's Big Gay Brunch? Odd. <laughs> Big Gay Brunch. I, I, you know what? I watched one of those, uh, part part of one of those because I saw that Effie bled a bunch in like the main event. Yeah, and it was like a tag with Paro and Billy, whatever the fucking guy's name is. Billy Dixon. Yeah, Billy Dixon. I think it was Bussy. I don't know. It was him and Alley Catch. Oh, it sucked. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Effie's so bad. I don't know what happened. Like he was so interesting. Welcome back to Wrestling's Gross. Um, is that good? Yeah. All right. We'll start. Uh, we'll, we'll come back on the Trans World Wrestling Alliance. Band. Well, he just uh, fucking. I mean, the cocaine started doing him. That's an issue. Yeah, it seems like he's like not well. You know. Yeah. Under the wellness under the GCW wellness program. <laughs> How's the GCW wellness program? Uh, you you get more high. You get more. High. It's extensive. Did you see the, that say. they have that uh show on April twentieth and they're like, yeah. Making their GCW debut, the Stoner Brothers. The Stoner Brothers, yeah, the and Stoner Brothers are awesome, though. I don't it's know. It's like, it's like Grim Reefer better be on this show. Like, how isn't Grim Reefer the first announcement you make? I don't know. He might not be allowed to leave the state of New York. <laughs> yeah, but he's there. He yeah. was. He is there. He is announced. Okay, that's good. That's good. No, the Stoner Brothers are cool. I like the Stoner Brothers. I've only seen him wrestle once, but I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> Um, I also think the name is one of the funniest. I don't know. For, when I heard that there was a team called the Stoner Brothers, and it was like the Stoner Brothers, and then I was like, oh, like, oh, that's fucking funny. I like immediately was just like, that's great. These guys must be awesome. And then I didn't, I didn't think about them for ten years. I finally saw them wrestle like two years ago for the first time, and I was like, oh yeah, these guys are good, and they are. One of them's like Scott, and the other one's like Rick. I think. <laughs> I think that's the idea, right? Yeah. Um, welcome back to the show, which is going well. Um, okay. Do you want to jump right back in? Yeah. With, is it the the death match? Is this our death match? This is the death match. Death at death match pod. Follow at death match pod. <laughs> Name we never really liked, but we do you know what was it, it was there. It fit the character limit, and nobody had taken it. From Sumo Hall. July 31st, 1986. 
we have Ricky Choshu versus Killer Khan. The so, Ryu Goku Kokukiken? Yes. Nice. So here's how I don't exactly know how the uh, split for Khan <sighs> happened. I think he got thrown out. He got thrown uh, out? Yeah. Oh, man. Can I just say I and love he ends, it? And he joins up with the Calgary Hurricanes. So the what the hell is that? Who the hell are these guys? It's, it's yes. Shunji Takano. You got Super Strong Super Machine. Super Strong Machine, Junji Hirata. Fucking Shunji Takano and Hiro Saito. Hiro Saito, that's the other guy that's standing there. Right, right, right. Um, gosh, goodness gracious. <laughs> um, let's say, let's let's talk about Killer Khan. First of all, let's talk about his music, which you hear before you see him. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, man, this music's sick as hell. And then you see him, and he's like, whoa, that's an interesting outfit. <laughs> Yes. So, <laughs> what do you, you want? What do you want to say about this outfit? I mean, it's it's all black. It's yeah. a robe. His mat, his face is covered by the robe. It's all black, and there's there's a it's sort of a hood. You might there's say a hood. hood. You might call it a hood. And the hood, uh, it's a little pointy. It's a little pointy above his head. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. That's very that's an odd choice. Okay. And then the commentators. Kept saying black KKK over and over. Black KKK. <laughs> I thought he was just an executioner. Well, I thought it looked like a KKK hood. I mean, I did too. But, but like, but I was just—I you know, was going to give him the benefit of the doubt until the commentators said KKK over and over. Repeatedly, repeatedly referenced the the Ku Klux Klan. Not in those words. They just said KKK. KKK yeah. They didn't say Klansmen. No, they didn't say. I mean, I didn't hear it. Um. <laughs> but they did say, and I I don't know what to do with that. This <laughs> well, dude is a fake Mongol. This, some people throw some white rose petals at him, and I I swear the commentator said the word snow at that point. So I think I heard that too. <laughs> some really weird stuff going on. Uh, Killer Khan is a, a, a you know we talked about him on the Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, and I didn't I don't know much about this guy. I've seen him a handful of times, uh, but he's you know. I don't remember him ever wearing the KKK thing before. Um, not, I, like I said, I haven't seen a whole lot of, of Killer Con. Yeah. But this is the first time I've seen him uh, wearing a KKK robe or with the, with the commentators re- referencing the KKK while he came out. It's the first time I've seen that happen. So that's not normal? He didn't always do that? I don't think of him always doing that. No. Okay. okay. We just see him chilling out most of the time. He's mostly he's chill. Like, yeah. <laughs> For a Klansman. I mean, it's KK, Killer Khan, KK. Yeah. Khan, Khan does not. I was gonna say it rhymes with clan, but it doesn't rhyme. But it's, you know, <laughs> you change the yeah. You 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 change the um you change the killer to Ku Klux and you change the con to clan and you got my exact opinion of it <laughs> okay so i am looking at an old dvd vr fred okay let's see if they if we can get to the bottom of this you go let's for just it talk about choshu real quick um well choshu choshu um god bless you um he walks forward uh during his intro he crosses the the, the middle the imaginary line in the middle gets really close up to con um, which Choshu does a lot in these matches and in the intros where he's just like, fucking, he's a bully. He puffs his fucking chest out and he goes over and he's like, oh, I'm going to stand really close to you. Huh, what are you going to do about that, huh? It's like just his entire fucking vibe. 
um, toxic masculinity, basically. <laughs> it is a toxic masculinity guy. Um, is that fair to say? Yeah, so someone asks, what's the deal with the black KKK thing? And uh, nobody has an answer for it. Well, there we go. We'll continue to ask. We can't ask Can him anymore because he's dead. Bump the thread. You can't ask him. You can't. Ask... <laughs> Wait, the yeah. guy who posted in the thread is dead? No, well, I don't know if that guy's dead. <laughs> Dean's there. He's dead, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, that guy is dead, sadly. All right, but like K- Killer Khan's dead. Oh, oh, we can't. We can't ask Killer Khan. Sure. Well, okay. he's the one who would understand the best. We would if he was the a lot. Wore the robe. If he and they, they, he was. They were calling him KKK. So if he was alive, we could just ask him. But he's not. Carrie Von Eric is dead. Terry Gordy's dead. Andre the Giant also dead. I don't think anybody who ever knew Killer Khan is still alive. <laughs> Gary Hart's dead. I guess Ricky Joshi's alive, but he wouldn't talk to us. Yeah. Um, Gary Hart is dead. Yes, absolutely. Um, Who's gotten in with Super Strong Machine? Doesn't he have a kid? He has a kid in fucking Dragon Gate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, good for him. I like. I like Harada. I'm a fan. I like Super Strong Machine too. Yeah. Hiro Saito might talk. He, what's he got to do? He's got nothing. <laughs> not not to do. much. Not much. Um, okay. So Khan um, is you know not moving at all, even through his announcement. He's still wearing his KKK shit. Um, and then what? He's just kind of uh, he takes it off unceremoniously. Yeah. And it's just like, no, oh, it's just what I wore. It's like there's nothing to it. <laughs> The crowd doesn't go, oh, like they often do. Yeah. He just takes it off and is like, okay, well, we're going we're gonna to wrestle now. Um, bell sounds. Ricky's all up in his shit, which he just likes to do. Walk to the opposite side of the ring, get in a dude's face, you know? Uh, he's kind of a Zandig. Yeah. Oh, he absolutely is. He's got a very – he's a little shorter, but he's got the very a very similar body type. Um, I mean, he's, got a, he's healthier, obviously, here than yeah. Zandig has ever been. But, you know. Like 2001 Zandig versus 2001 Ricky Choshu in a fucking exploding barbed wire match. It always comes back to that, doesn't it? It's got to be. <laughs> so it's Onita or it's, you know. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. It always comes back around. World keeps turning. Shame um, we never could. Shame Jumbo had the hepatitis, so we never got Jumbo Onita in an exploding an explosion match. That's an actual lost dream match. Even if Jumbo was still had everything else wrong with him, he just could explode. That's cool. Yeah, Jumbo's career um, ending up the way it did was is very sad. Um, so yeah, this is a death match. It's a death match. So it says. You know what that means? Could mean literally what? anything. It means relaxed rules, basically. Yeah, like I, I was like, okay, super libre, no holds are barred, etc. Um, but then, of course, immediately the referee breaks the first hold that goes into the ropes, right? Yeah. Um, but all right, so Khan, I want to say, Khan is a disgusting looking man. Once he takes the KKK robes off, which was not, I mean, I, I don't think he looked good there either, I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> no. Th- just saying. But Killer Khan. No, uh, He's he's got like an uncle body. Yeah. Um. He's not like he's a big motherfucker. He's very he's very big, he, and he throws it around like he moves well. I like I like him. I do like Killer Khan, which is why I regret to say I'm about to say, um, he's not like so he's not morbid morbidly obese, but he's just like fat in like the kind of all the ugliest parts and places that a He's man fat, can be like fat. a teamster yeah yeah i don't want to like body John shame McBasey. i don't want to body shame anyone i'd want to be f- fully clear here killer khan's beautiful in many ways 
Um, I, he's a weird head. He's got a weird head. He's he's honestly a perfect specimen. I just yeah. also happen to find him very disgusting in every possible way. <laughs> um, squealing a lot. Yeah, that's nasty too. The squealing. That's awesome. It's I all, love the screaming. He's the, he didn't do that in the in the Terry Gordy match. No, no, no. This is a different thing entirely. Yeah, he's, he's mankind. No, <laughs> so great. Um, yeah, he, he controls early with a kitchen sink and those screaming, screaming. He's screaming like the guy from the Venture Brothers who's on fire all the time. Yeah. I just finished the Venture Brothers the other day, by the way. I didn't watch the movie yet, but I finished the last episode of the last season. Hell yeah. And it's beautiful. It's really, it's just, it, if it was the last thing they ever did, I'd be, I'd be totally down with it. I hope they don't ruin it. I don't think, I don't think they'll suddenly get bad at making the show <laughs> um, at the very end, but you know, great, great stuff. Um, wait, wait, I... I watched that season, right? I did. I said I think I didn't, but I think I was confusing him for the movie for some god's forsaken fucking reason. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I've seen the movie. It's all in New York and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a great season. It's incredible. Um, Blue Morpho. Blue Morpho, yeah. Um, so on the floor, um, Ricky gets sent into the rail and stomping and, and shrieking and screaming at him. Uh, Khan is just really, it's really nasty, really nasty. He's wrestler. doing the double Mongolian chop. Yeah, the yeah the 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 double Mongolian chop. He sends Ricky to the floor over and over. Ricky's kind of running away from him a little bit, uh, not knowing how to actually handle this monster, this KKK member who is also uh, kind of a like a, you know, a Mongol lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's a Mongol lord, but also he's got like a he's got like a. This you know, d- d- developmental disability of some sort. Like he's just he's he strikes me as a guy who like has had a lot of head trauma, yeah, or something. You know, the shrieking, the shrieking is not just a a, a, a warlord. He seems like he's disturbed, mentally disturbed, PTSD he perhaps. Seems like a crazed man. Yeah, he sounds like a guy that's on fire, which is what I was saying earlier. He sounds like a mm-hmm. guy who's perpetually on fire. Um. He goes. He goes to the second rope and goes for a double knee drop off the second rope to the floor. And Ricky Choshu moves. <laughs> yes, and the camera. Uh, the, it's not a great angle. You can't tell that Ricky moved. You can't yeah. tell. You just can say because like Choshu's like oh, and he's being all owl faced and Khan uh, selling his knees, and you're like oh, okay. Well, I guess that's what happened. Well, yeah, yeah he gets up and he starts kicking the shit out of him too, right? But yeah, this poor guy. Fucking. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, poor Khan, this guy of, you know, somewhat nondescript origin. <laughs> um, he's he's just shot his fucking kneecaps up through his ass and into his spine. And now Ricky's kicking him in the face. Like, yeah. these guys were friends, right? Damn, these guys used to be friends. Uh, Ricky carries his carcass halfway back in. The crowd cheers. Uh, Saito suplex gets a, gets a big pop. Ricky goes for the scorpion, locks it all the way in, and then he drops the hold and sort of kicks Khan out of the ring here, right? Yeah. And then follows him out and sort of a kick, stomp, punch, knife edge chop. You know, he's just giving him, he's giving him the business. He's showing him his dick, uh, putting it in his face. You know, Ricky Choshu, the way he wrestles. Yeah. It's, that's the way he wrestles. He's making Khan eat his ass. He's making his meat his ass. Yeah, for sure. He said, I don't know. I've never done this before. And he's like, just try it. You got to do it. Just look, we're in the Buddha can. Or no, Sumo Hall. Sorry. I don't I don't know where we are. Just eat my fucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky Choshu, uh, quote. Uh, Khan cuts him off by screaming like a maniac and giving him like three or four of those. 
those double chops, those Mong- oh, it's a Mongolian chop, right? That's what you said. That's, That's a Mongolian chop. It's a Mongolian yeah. chop, of course. Um, which is a fucking bitch of a move. It really, it really stinks. Um, and I don't think it, it doesn't get a pop like a knife edge does. No, it doesn't. But it's it hurts literally twice as much. <laughs> Two handed chops. And it's right in the collarbones and all that shit. That sucks. Well, and if it's not and it hits low, it's like it like feels like your heart's gonna stop. It's really it's like yeah. a, getting a, the wind knocked out of you. It sucks. Um, brutal move. Uh, Khan tries to send Ricky into the post, but Ricky counters, picks him up off the ground, sends him into the next post, so two in a row, gets in the ring and taunts. And I was, I assumed that Khan was blading here under a pile of streamers. Yeah. Um, Ricky goes halfway back out, standing on the apron now, um, not going all the way to the floor though, grabs Khan by the head, runs him into the post again. And then now Khan is clearly about to blade. So much so that we even get a cool shot of his back while he's on the floor and his hand is under his face. Yeah. <laughs> like getting halfway into the ring. So thanks, Samurai TV or Gaora or whatever the... Whoever recorded <laughs> Whoever filmed this did not do a great job. Thanks for exposing the business. Why not just show a close-up of him exposing the, the blade on the, and the tape on his thumb or whatever, right? Uh, but Khan does did hit Did you a... see the gif uh, that was going around recently from like 2010 TNA of... Uh fucking rhino blading for rob van dam and they show the blade basically no i didn't see that i love those clips you know i love that i i I would love to see that uh did you see you saw punk at wembley right yeah that's the weirdest fucking thing that's not how anybody's ever bladed (laughs) yeah but i I mean punk got fucking like people being like "Oh, oh punk he's fucking up and it's like well, you're literally taking a camera angle. Oh no, that's yourself. yeah, no. That I he he. I think he's absolved of that. I just the the technique he was using yeah. <laughs> was very strange. <laughs> um, but you know, to each their own. He also was probably self-deprecating when he did that. He also might have already been hurt again. Who could say? Yeah, he's a complicated guy, and his body is broken. Um, so. Big big gusher out of Killer Khan, the Klansman. Who was the Klansman in? They, wait, there was who was the Klansman in in like seventy five all Japan? What Killer Carl Cox? Killer Carl Cox, KKK. Okay, right. Okay. Yeah, who was not a Klansman? Who was not a Klansman? But, but <laughs> I knew there Dick was some... Murdoch, of course, a Klansman. But... Dick Murdoch, Klansman, uh, Dusty Rhodes, maybe used to be hard to say. Um, they were really good friends, you know. <laughs> Dusty. Dusty is a complicated figure. Yeah, yeah. You know, can't absolve, you know. Well. Didn't you once say that you uh, thought Dusty Rhodes was black as a kid? Oh, yeah. I, that's a big part of my, my lore as a wrestling fan is I thought Dusty Rhodes was black. Um, and I, I think it was like, because I never watched WCW, so I, yeah. I, I, I knew Dusty from Mania 6 and like the Rumble. And, you know, like that was it. And... I don't know. He was very tan at the time, and he—I don't know. I can't—I can't defend it. I was seven years old. He—he—he <laughs> he, he obviously stole the moves of a lot of black wrestlers. A lot of my exposure to black people or bl- or whatever counted for black culture and wrestling was like the junkyard dog when I was six, right? Yeah. Um, and so Dusty Rhodes fit the mold, and that was by design. That's what he was going for. So he he just you know it was it wasn't until years I was like seven or eight when I figured it out, and then I, then then I was like thirty before I like remembered it, and I was like, oh god, can I even talk about this? And the answer is sure I can on our podcast, yeah. which is growing 
every episode. More listeners all the time. And you know why? Because they love to hear about how I mistook a white guy for a black guy <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> Did you see Rachel Dolezal's OnlyFans thing? I saw. I, I, I did you see Sean it. Mooney was the guy reporting on it? On I he, did not see that it was Sean. Nobody Mooney. talked about that's that. That's Great. The local that, that, news. That's the important thing. I, nobody, nobody fucking gets me except for you. <laughs> oh, all right. Thinking about when Sean Mooney got hired by the NWA for like a week uh, back before the pandemic. That was yeah. weird. Yeah, he should. He's a great guy. Tony should fucking. He's he's the best. I love Sean Mooney. Uh, the World Wrestling Federation. You know how he would say it? <laughs> yeah. I do uh, associate him with Parv. That's an issue, but that's fine. That's not his fault. The the memory of Parv should fade. Jerry Von Kramer should fade uh long before uh you let uh, that's you gotta the let that go. Sean Mooney. You gotta let it go. Coliseum videos forever. Pro yeah. wrestling only. I mean it's good. <laughs> it's a fine website, I guess. Um <laughs> Apple Apples and Oranges, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh con does look fucking awesome covered in in blood um and he's like so he's so bloody and he looks so pathetic actually that he almost deserves baby face sympathy um because choshu is clearly a fucking bully bastard piece of shit who loves to throw his weight around his his dick weight he loves yeah. to whip out his penis and swing it around in the ring choshu's an asshole but he's he's over yeah. Baby oh, he's so over. I don't but, understand fully. Yeah, but the I guy question... with the biggest dick can sometimes get really over just on the that he, you know, he's just got the the uh, the energy, right? Yeah. Remember that? Remember BDE? <laughs> yeah, I was friends with the girl who made that famous. No way. Remember? Yeah. M- dude. yeah. <laughs> remember? Remember GME? Remember yeah. MBS? Yeah. CCW. Kashagi. Yeah. Yeah. We're not. Shogi's not going away. <laughs> did he did he did go away? It's and Nobody so cared. That, <laughs> Nothing yeah, happened. It's so, fu- it's so funny that that was like such a big scandal while like Saudi Arabia like kills like fifteen hundred Yemeni uh, like children a day or whatever. Yeah, it's bad. Over <laughs> it was just this one guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and nothing actually happened from it. So, um, yeah. No, Choshu. I was gonna say this is this was where I figured out that the 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 dick thing. That I, I I told you last night. I think Ricky Shoshi might be one of our our, our most Freudian of all wrestlers. Yes, yeah, so I was hoping. Uh, I was waiting for you to get to there. Yeah, it was here where I realized it. Is is when when he throws the lariat, that's his dick. He's winding up. He winds. <laughs> he's getting. He's jerking off. He's getting it. He's getting it hard. And then he's gonna fucking put his dick in your face. This is they chant Shoshu constantly. Despite yeah. him working basically as a heel in all of these matches, he is the heel. He's he's the heel. But who doesn't love a toxic man swinging his dick around? It's what Sumo Hall was literally built on. I'll have yeah. you know. I mean, what did, what is a sumo wrestling fight if not a, a a dick measuring contest? It's like literally, you know. Yeah, between these two pods. Yeah, yeah. They don't have their dick out, but they get as close as possible. <laughs> as close as humanly possible. Um, I love sumo. I don't know how it works. I don't really know the rules. Um, and every time anybody like has a thread about it, I'm like, you're in too deep. And then yeah. I'm like, man, I'm a, but I'm actually like, I wish I was kind of in. I, was, I wish I was in the deep end with that. The fucking the sumo wrestling iceberg. Um, so yeah, that's that's what sumo hall was built on, for sure. Um, Killer Khan. Killer Khan climbs the ropes, hit this, he hits this incredibly precise flying knee drop, like Bruiser Brody 
can it's kick a, rocks. <laughs> this is a, a fantastic knee drop. Proper knee drop. I don't even know who to compare it to. It's so nice. Um, gets a near fall on that. Uh, he's in shock. He's arguing with the referee. He's so shocked by it that he falls out of the ring, holding up three fingers, <laughs> uh, trying to find someone to agree with him. Like he's turning around. He's like holding up three to the crowd and the photographers and he falls out of the fucking ring. Um, he's being ridiculous, but to be fair to killer Khan, yeah. the black KKK, he has lost a lot of blood and he's, <laughs> so he fell out of the ring. He, he, get... he doesn't seem like a well man. No, no, he's. He goes for another knee drop um, and on the back of the head, which is really nicely placed. Um, and gets another a two, 2.9. And Khan, again, is very confused by the fact that it was a 2 and not a 3. He keeps saying, no 3, it was a 3. Actually, sir, it was a 2. Well, no, sir, I actually think it was a 3. <laughs> well, sir, you are entitled to your opinion, but I only counted yeah. up to 2 and not quite to 3. It was quite close, sir, but I'm sorry the count is 2. And Khan says, well, thank you, sir. I bid you adieu and hope you have a blessed day. And he says, yes, you as well, Mr. Khan. And the match continues. Um, it's at this point where he starts just choking Ricky. Um, and he's kicking him away. And uh, But then there's a huge backdrop from Ricky because he left him open for it um, with the headlock, which is, yeah. you know. And he just he really drilled the fuck out of people with that backdrop. He does it in every match. And a guy like Khan is so big. He doesn't take a bump like that. No, yeah, that it, it's it's brutal. It's great. This fold up, this like this like three hundred pound man just being folded up. Yeah, to do it to him, it seems almost rude. I mean, Ricky is fully a heel in this match. Yeah, <laughs> even though he's getting so much fucking babyface heat, they love him. Um, he so he gets up, he starts swinging his dick around, aka his arm, and this is where the commentator starts yelling, "Pro wrestler, pro wrestler, pro wrestler, pro wrestler." <laughs> Did you hear that part? Very confusing. Um, he hits an awesome fucking lariat. And it looks like a three, but the ref says it's two. Um, Khan gets the shoulder up at 2.9. It's one of the best 2.999s I've It's ever super seen. close. Yeah, it's so close that it was almost confusing. But I, but I I felt it. I felt like, okay, they're, they're, they're not there yet. They're almost there. Choshu comes back revving his fucking engines. Delivers another huge lariat for the win. For a three count. A proper clean finish. Uh, where he can go over guy, you know, he'll go over guy Gene, he'll go over like med card guys, but nobody, nobody on the top has taken a fall ever. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they get away with it for so long. I don't know. I, I would love to know a, a list of every fucking clean finish on a, on a, in a main event or like a main event level non tournament in the tournaments though. Obviously those are all fucking count outs too. Yeah. Um, it's not, I, I like it and I think they find good ways to do it often, um, more often than not, but it's crazy that they get away with it. When this was a, f- a clean finish after two fucking lariats, yeah, swinging the dick around, I thought it was great, great finish, awesome fight. Uh, Ricky should have bladed two though. Yeah, it is a death match after all. I, I kept thinking, where's the you know fucking gussets or whatever? <laughs> what are they having death matches these days? Gusset plate. Ricky Choshu did a gusset plate. <laughs> hate the fucking gusset plates um i mean they're fine i like gusset plates fine um after the match the calgary hurricanes help con up and he looks like a big stupid baby and he looks like a big huge baby boy like a large baby (laughs) too big for diapers but still wears them Mm. he looks like a it's like a big toddler bladed during potty training (laughs) god bless him and i hope we talk about him again sometime the you know andre matches bloody i've seen that that's the one i know Mm -hmm. um 
Awesome. Killer Con. KKK. Can't. I mean, I'm not down with that, obviously. Do they still have that? They still got the KKK, right? Yeah. That's crazy. It, it, it's probably having a resurgence that nobody's talking about. It seems to have a resurgence whenever there's border issues. So, oh, like, sure. that was the big one in like 2006, 2007. I yeah. remember that being a big thing. Yeah, me too. Me too. But um, they all have all these all like internet fucking groups. They're all on Discord. Discord. Yeah. You always hear about like guys are like, oh, on Discord, we were watching, we were watching some stuff together. Like, oh, yeah, what kind of stuff? Racism stuff? <laughs> Yeah, you could just, it's like, I don't know if toxic masculinity. If the clan, like if the, I mean, the clan is like a rural thing, essentially, and while like the Proud right. Boys or whatever the fuck is left, Patriot Front, I don't fucking know what they're called, yeah. seem more inherently suburban slash urban, quote, question mark. What if, what if Killer Khan was known as the Proud Boy? The Proud Boy. I don't Killer. want that. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be good. I like him better as black KKK. <laughs> I mean, shit. Tenry's out here wearing the black and yellow, you know. Yeah, oh. for sure, for sure. Um, somebody in this card definitely had a swastika on their gear. <laughs> you can count on that, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, all right. From October 21st, 1986. And then we're going to rewind for the for the main event. But we're going to go yep. to Ricky Choshu versus Terry Funk. That's right. The one and only. Um, we've already got an 86 match on our funk for every year, but a Terry Ferrari, <laughs> a Terry for every year. Um, the, the more I say it, the less I like it. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, it's just, it's all, all Terry all the time. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is not a death match, but is a pretty relaxed rules. It feels like <laughs> Yeah, we are, we are still at sumo hall. Okay. Ryugoku Koku Gigan. Um, so what do you think about this Terry look? I think it's great. I think I think he looks like a fucking NASCAR driver or some shit like a low. Yeah, what like did a, I say? Yeah. He looks the real. He just looks like a, he looks like a shit kicker. Well, he's got a really stunning mustache. The chest hair is thicker here. The chest um, hair is the chest hair. Out of an issue of I just don't. Oh, I, just I like, like him as just a mustache guy. No, I. It's just the first time I've ever noticed him really with hair on his chest, like really okay. prominently. Um, but yeah, the mustache is incredible. The shorter hair, um, it looks freshly cut. Like he does look like he's thinking about it. He's, he looks lean here with the trunks. Yeah, that's true. Almost lanky. And it's, it's, you know, after wearing the long tights prior to this in the WWF run, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's always wearing, he's always, is he always wearing long tights? I think of him as wearing long tights in the WWF run. Yeah. I don't know. I might be off on that though. I feel like maybe... On TV, probably at least. But Dory's here in a suit and the cowboy hat, and you can see his like blonde hair with like the the dark mustache. He looks gross. Yeah, he looks so nasty. It's awesome. Yeah, is this the same old guy doing the intros too? Is the is the last match? Or is this a different? I think this might be the same old guy. Yeah, I was like when I saw this, I was like, is that Luthes? And I was like, no, no, <laughs> it was a Luthes. <laughs> Figured that out pretty quick. Um, forgive my ignorance. If anybody knows who the white haired guy who does the intros for these Gaijin matches at this, at this time period, um, I'm pretty sure it's not Luthes. I think it might be Lord James Blair. I don't Lord know James Blair. That's interesting. This is a PWF uh, title match. So it's no. like, for president of the PWF, but I don't know who the fuck that was. Yeah, this is the PWF. No, this one is for the PWF belt. The so pre- it'd be like, but it, it looks like the same man. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. It does, I guess. Um, or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. So PWF heavyweight title, which is on the line here, I believe, and it, this is an, yes. another part of the Triple Crown. 
So two of the three titles in this Triple Crown. The third one was, I don't... The, I believe it was the NWA International title. NWA International, yeah. And I, I, I can never remember um, until I see them. I, I could pick them out of a lineup. I know what the belts look like because they're like iconic to me. But this is also another pretty belt. But the other one that we that we talked about, the United National Belt. Yeah. I thought that was the prettiest goddamn belt. The first time I saw, uh, I guess, Misawa or Kawada probably with those titles, I was like, man, that's fucking cool. Or no, I would have seen Keiji Muto in 01 with those titles. Yeah. The first, that's the first Triple Crown match I ever saw was Muto versus uh, Tenryu. Hell yeah. Because that was when I started getting tapes was 02, and that was on all the best of 01 stuff, you know? Yeah. Um. So, let's see here. Yeah, the the Funks run in New York, in the New York Territory, you know? Up north. Up north, yeah. Well, the, the Briscoes didn't last that long. Well, one of them did. He died up there. He's still, he's buried up there. Um, so, Terry and his brother Hoss, his old-ass <laughs> brother Hoss Funk. Um, Hoss Funk. <laughs> they worked a little show called WrestleMania 2. <laughs> Um, best best match on the show, arguably, the uh, Tito and JYD versus the Funks. The Hogan matches from you know Boston Garden, yeah, and stuff. Those those are some of, those are some of the best WWF title fights of the fucking of the Hogan era for sure. Like I love those matches, um, saving you know, like Savage obviously is the best yeah. Hogan opponent, but. I, I, Savage, Race, Funk. I mean, we're talking about three of the all-time greats. It's not surprising they would be so good against Hogan, but those are the guys. Those are the best best defenses. I saw we just had the uh, anniversary of the John Stossel, David Schultz thing. Oh hell yeah! I always heard there like the about David Schultz versus Hogan and like uh, St. Paul, and then I finally saw it and I was like, oh, it's kind of shitty. <laughs> yeah, I think David Schultz is is like a cool character, but I don't know if he could work. Yeah, no, he he couldn't, or he couldn't in that match, and like the two others I've seen. Yeah, but also it was like supposed to be like Hogan, like he blades, and it's in St. Paul, so it's like a direct, you know, it's like a shot across the bow of, of Vern. Oh uh, yeah, and so it's like a, oh, this is a WWF match, not an AWA. No, yeah, this is eighty-four WWF. Okay, because they had AWA stuff together too. Yeah. I haven't seen that. I've seen very little of uh, of Hogan and AWA. Ho- Hogan and uh, to bring up the guy we already talked about, Masasaito. Like that's a lot of. Uh, there's like uh, David Schultz and fuck the Redneck and Hogan just calling him the Redneck over and over. Very funny. Maybe I should very check pr- some of that out. Yeah, sounds good. Um. Yeah, Schultz. That's so funny. I don't know how we got there. I guess we were talking about Hogan. Um, who's back, you know? Talking about yeah. doing another match, maybe? <laughs> I saw that. That can't be true, right? I think he wants it. I, know I don't f- think it's going to happen. Foley said he wants to drop, like, 75 pounds and wrestle one more death match. He specifically said he wanted to wrestle a death match. He's going to wrestle Terror's up, yeah. Yeah, that's excellent. He did a fucking double arm DDT in a ring full of glass while he dre- while he was dressed as Santa Claus. It was a sickening display, all because he wants to fuck this broad. Whatever, whatever, Mick. <laughs> Mick is a horny guy. Whatever, Mick. Um, yeah. Oh, did I send you Terrazep versus Shazza McKenzie is happening Mania weekend for ICW? Oh, in the that, chains. Oh, that's. That's probably not going to be good. God, let's go back to the All Japan stuff we were talking about before. Yeah. The, sub- the subject of this episode. I'm really sorry. Um, Shoshu does, again, cross the line, walk right up in Terry's face. and Terry's, uh, uh, But Terry is doing this thing early on 
where he stands right in front of uh right in like right in Chosher's corner. Like he's like he approaches him like before he even gets in the ring, just staring at him. Um so he's like one upping him. There there's there's a lot of dick happening in this match. Oh yeah. Um Terry's of course a legend, and yeah, his he's got that the extra energy from the the mustache that's on another level here. And this is is this what is this, two months after the Martel uh Puerto Rico match that we covered? I, that sounds right. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I, I I was thinking about that, and I was wondering if he'd do any funny testicular or penile selling in this one. Um, he didn't, but he does do some real, immediately doing some Daffy Duck shit. <laughs> um, collar and elbow, Terry grabs arm ringer, gets slapped, and immediately just bumps all the way out to the floor, like through the opening in the guardrail and into the crowd. And he's yeah. kicking, and he's getting his feet tangled in the rail. Like, we're off to the races. It's Terry Funk, folks. Uh, the, 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 it's a month after the Martel match. Right? A month after, great. I checked. I had to check. Well, he he looks incredible here, and he he's still doing he's, it. He's doing a ton of shtick. It's it's great shtick though. So yeah. who gives a shit? Shtick is good. Well, he's so he doesn't bleed in that Martel match, right? That's the no. lightest work match of all time. Uh, this one is a, a considerably more more hefty, um, a, a lot more than just the 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 fun of it all. But although yeah. that is one of the greatest matches of all time, do not get me wrong. Martel versus Funk in Puerto Rico is go check it out if you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's like about a minute, minute thirty of just BSing around on the floor. Terry just yelling at people and saying, you know, that the the rail is rigged to fucking make him trip or whatever. Um, he gets in the ring, threatening like camera people and shit. Yeah. Oh, he's just a menace. He's like, <laughs> that's the thing is he he really he's he would never hurt any of these people. He's not like Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michael like actually will hurt the cameraman. Yeah. <laughs> um, Remember when Shawn stole the piece of pizza from that kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. That's cl- that's actually good though. That was funny as hell. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I Listen, think. I don't like he he spits right into the fucking crowd. Uh, <laughs> that Helena Cell a match. Bag. That Helena Cell match. He is off the fucking rails. That is the craziest goddamn thing. I watched that. <laughs> that the Undertaker, the Bad Blood, Helena Cell. Yeah. Um. God, we keep going off on tangents here sorry um it's fine so funk gets in the ring and he's uh he he backs choshu into the ropes he goes for a punch misses wildly and then choshu starts boxing him around the ring five or so awesome punches terry heads back to the floor um looking despondent he's being consoled by his brother and yeah this is this is where he throws a back fist at a at one of the photographers that like really looks scary, <laughs> but he wouldn't like a tiny. The photographer looks tiny too. The photographer looks like a child. Yeah. He like aims over his head. So the photog- photographer doesn't even have to duck or like Terry would never actually hurt anybody. That's the thing about yeah. this. Um, but he, he does it close enough to be scary. He's a worker, uh, the greatest worker of all time. So, uh, let's see, Terry. So Terry retired while Ricky was still in the other company, right? Yeah. Like, no one considered this match was even a possibility, right? How would it have ever yeah. even happened? Uh, so Terry comes back in with some punching and stomping and a pile driver, you know, the classic Terry moves. Yeah. Yanking him around, uh, throw him to the floor. It's it's just a it's a in and out, over and over. Uh, half Halfway to a brawl, never fully breaking down. Um. But he does seem to piss Choshu off at a certain point when he's just kind of he's throwing him through the ropes. He does it like three times, I think. Um, Choshu gets back in the ring really fast, and he throws the the PWF title belt in the ring, 
And then Terry like poses with it. Um, like Dory's there, like cheering him on. It's just a weird. There's a weird vibe. Um, yeah, he's like trolling. Dory's, look, Dory's like Dory's dressed like a robber baron. Yeah, yeah. George Hurst. He's wearing a a a, sur- a suit that you would only wear if you were old or if you lived in olden times. Um, yeah, George Hurst. He looks like Gerald McRaney as George Hurst for sure. Um, I don't know what George Hurst actually looked like, but I assume that was a spot we're on about, portrayal. We're just talking about Gerald McRaney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of talking course. about Major Dad here. Yeah, I always said Bill Watts. Bill Watts reminded me of Gerald McRaney as, yeah. as George Hurst. Um, so let's see here. R- Ricky uh, is getting pissed off. It really feels like he's being trolled by Terry. Like Terry's, like you know, Ricky Choshu like doesn't know Terry Fong. They never wrestled before. Terry comes back from his tour in New York up north, and here he is, this living legend, right? And Ricky's like, this is the guy? The guy, like, tripping over his own feet? (laughs) This is his brother, and he... You're telling me these guys were both the champion? I was like, what the fuck is this? And Ricky, like, legitimately looks pissed off at him. He repeats the apron uh, head smash into the metal of the turnbuckle spot that he did with with Tenryu. Tenryu. Um... And then he runs Funk into the post on the floor. Somewhere in the middle of this, Terry blades, and he's covered in fucking blood the next time they show him. Like, quick. Oh, yeah. I think uh, Dory blades him, actually. <laughs> oh, no way. I didn't notice that. That's great. Yeah, because Dory comes over. Sure. And he's like, oh, Terry, what's here. the matter? Here, I'll, I'll get over here, little brother. <laughs> uh, and t- Terry's like, you're getting too old for this. And he's like, never. <laughs> is, yeah. is Dory still alive? Dory's still alive, yeah. Man. Do you think he's Dory blade- hasn't officially retired. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he's like taught anybody to blade in the last year? Is he still is he still training? Surely not. He's so fucking old. I know we say that all the time. I know we joke <laughs> about Dory Funk being old, but he's so old now. Was he eighty nine or something? <laughs> I think he's like eighty. Man, that rules. What a guy. Um I was hoping I could find it really quick, but I can't. Um all my, all my. He's eighty three. He, he's eighty three. He turned eighty three uh, three weeks ago. Oh, happy birthday, Dory! He's fucking old. He's fucking old. I'm fucking old. Um, they uh, all right. Ricky's got him bleeding. Um, well, Dory's got him bleeding. <laughs> yeah. we've established. Stabbed his brother in the head. Um, Terry tries to get back in the ring, and Ricky punches him through the ropes and won't let him back in. And this happens like four times. This is what it was. I, was. I thought he threw Ricky out four times. That's not what happened. He throws Ricky out once. Ricky comes back in. It's pissed. And then all this violence occurs. Yeah. So Terry keeps trying to get back in the ring. This was a thing in AWA matches, I feel like. Uh, Bockwinkle spot where a guy would try to get back in. The, like the babyface just wouldn't. This would be like a heat segment where they yeah. would try to get back in the ring over and over, and Bachwinkle would cut them off. Yeah, no, it is like a king. You'd, you'd be the king of the hill. The king of the hill, right, right, right. That's it. Um, so he's sort of doing some of that, and it's good. And Terry looks like he's dying. You know, he's a, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the greatest wrestler of all time, of course. Um, he does manage to get back in the ring, and the second he's in, he just gets destroyed with a fucking lariat, and bar- barely gets the foot on the ropes for the uh, for the for the. The, for the break the break of the pin because they like they were out of position by like a foot and a half it seemed like he like reached his leg so far to try to get the foot on the rope it was very funny um and then 
man, he's wandering around. Terry's doing his thing, you know. Everybody knows what Terry Funk is like when he's just like, and it's like he's at the fucking Dukes up like he's Sylvester. I don't know. It's not another cartoon character, but he's like uh, wandering around like fucking Isabella Rossellini in the yard at the end of Blue Velvet, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's got that kind of vibe. And then it's punch out time. And uh, they they get they punch it out for a minute. And uh, shockingly, Terry Funk throws some really good punches here. Yeah, he there's the the big uh, combo ender. The commentator yells straighto, straighto, um, at the crescendo of the of the punch combo. Uh, Terry follows that, of course, with the fucking JYD crawling headbutt gimmick. The best. Um, hits a big vertical suplex. Moves. Hey, Terry, if you're such an impressive wrestler, former NWA champion, right? How about you show some fucking wrestling moves? Okay, he says. And he fucking hits yeah. a vertical suplex. Thank you, Terry. This, uh, Terry follows that with like 10 headbutts, right? Mm-hmm. And then Choshu cuts him off and hits a big lariat, locks in the scorpion. And I, I, I really thought he was going to beat Terry clean with this. I really did. I felt it. <laughs> um, I don't know why I thought that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why either, man. <laughs> For us, I, I believed it. I don't know why I believed it. Uh, Terry bangs his fists on the mat. Dory appears, grabs his brother's hands, and drags him to the rope to break the hold. Um, I couldn't believe that just the blatant cheating from the funks. You know? Hoss funk. Hot, th- yeah, this isn't Dory. Dory was a babyface. He came back as Hoss. <laughs> this is like the most eve this is like the most heelish that the funks ever wear in ultra it's weird at least past like the 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 mid 70s yeah like what like after the abdullah and sheik matches the first one they were yeah they were babyface forever right there was no going back they, they this is straight up like and that's the other thing is ricky wrestles all these matches like a fucking heel again i've said it again. <laughs> he, he wrestles, wrestles this like one like a, an asshole <laughs> he's such a dick um <laughs> Man, so referee uh, eventually calls for the bell um, when Dory gets all the way in and just starts kicking and stomping Choshu while he's got Terry in the Sasori Gatame. Um, but it kind of looks like Terry submits. Like, I don't know. I don't know what like, the referee called for the bell, but it, it almost looked like he was waiting. Like, Dory was in there kicking Ricky, and the referee didn't yeah. call for the bell immediately. I don't know. It looked like a really close, like you know, was it was it a DQ or did he did he tap? I don't know. I, I'm counting it as a clean finish, kind of. Tokyo screw job. Yeah, yeah, it's a Tokyo screw job. <laughs> um, Post match is also great. Dory in his fucking suit, his shitty suit, uh, getting punched repeatedly by by someone from Choshu's faction. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who it was. It might have been Saito. No, not Saito. It might have been uh, Yatsu. Uh, I thought it might have been Kobayashi or something. It was oh, a smaller yeah, guy. I think Kobayashi because he's, yeah, he's got the pants. And he gets thrown. So Dory just no sells him and throws him into the stairs. Um, and then they give Choshu three trophies for no reason because this is this is pro res. God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> here's three trophies for winning the match. <laughs> um, it's awesome. Great match. Terry Funk. All right. Terry Funk's great. Men event time. Men event time. All right. We did it. We're, we've, done, we've done a good job here. I think we've. This, I think is, this is an admirable episode. Um, from January 28th, 1986. Taking it back a little bit. This is the famous Riki Choshu and Yoshiaki Yatsu versus Genichiro Tenryu and Jumbo Saruta. 
uh, from All Japan Pro Wrestling. This is a five-star match in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Do you believe that? Yeah. Five whole stars. That's approaching the most that a match can get. At one point in time, it used to be the most you could get. Then... No, no, that's not true. He just hadn't seen a seven-star match yet. He just hadn't seen Will Ospreay. Yeah, you know. Tiny penis. <laughs> my song. He just loves Will Ospreay. Yeah. I was uh, a couple of days ago, uh, or like last week or something, I was just looking up uh, things. I was just looking on I was just uh, checking things on Wikipedia because it's fun. Sure. And it what are my like, hobbies? Yeah, list of uh, my hobbies: of... looking up stuff on Wikipedia, making up songs about uh, how Will Ospreay doesn't get his dick sucked. Yeah, and there was like athletes of autism, and uh, I was <laughs> like, okay, and I didn't recognize anybody there. Uh, they were all a bunch of like Paralympians and shit, except Will Ospreay was listed. Will, I thought you were gonna like, say Robbo for some reason. <laughs> no, no, that's how Robbo got off. Um, yeah, Will Ospreay, autistic. Yeah, I, I didn't, I wasn't sure. Hadn't considered it. Well, apparently Wikipedia uh, it says it, so that means it's valid, obviously. That yeah. That's 100% true. But, hey, that's how I know that Kevin Nash is Native American. <laughs> yes. He is an indigenous man of sorts. Yeah, yeah, of sorts. Yeah. All right, this is a five-star match from the fucking Observer, um, which is kind of crazy, I guess. <laughs> kinda, Big Dave. Yeah. Um, I think he might have been here live for this. Is that possible? It's he, not impossible. He had a... He would rate, like... All Japan women matches that he saw live, like those were all like there was a curve, you know. Yeah. Um, he loved it. He was he was an animal. He still is. God bless him. They've really taken him to task the, like the last few days. I mean, he's done some bad reporting, but man, they're being mean to Dave. I don't know. None of us would. I don't know. I want to say none of us would be doing this without Dave Meltzer. But it would be a different world without him, you know. Yeah. The stupid man. Yeah, the stupid man who can't write and just was in the, you know, right place in the right time and devoted enough. And sometimes that's all it takes. Um, so they zoom way in on Choshu's taped ribs at the beginning. And Choshu actually gets on the mic and talks some shit at them, and the crowd yeah. pops for it. I wonder what he said. Um, I'm going to take my dick out, and I'm going to wave it around. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do or you can do to stop me. Ipun, Ishin, Ishin Gundan, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, Yatsu looking cute with the mustache and the bushy hair. Tenryu looking exactly the same as always. <laughs> we do get a cha- we do get a Tenryu face at the end of the match. There's uh, there's one in the middle too. There's a couple. <laughs> this is a big the five star match. When yeah. he gets five stars, if he didn't make any faces, four and a quarter, you know. Uh, Jumbo looking like Jumbo. Yeah, big lovable monster of a man, you know? Oh, Tinder is also talking shit in the intros at Choshu. Um, oh, yeah. Which is no. the first time we've really seen him chatting. Like, he's, he's fucking mad. They're all mad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the match... They've about already this... gone to war before, so it's like... They know well, what to expect. They're so deep in it now. Um, and then... we I assume we watched the same file... Uh, I got an ad for some wa- some kind of wine. There were these old. I got a bunch of ads too. I Japanese got, like, commercials. Yeah, cur- cur- the like fucking uh, Jerry Hall and shit. Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. weird. It was so cool. Um, w- one of them was like an ad for a candle, and then there was an ad for some uh, weird video game system or thing that yes. was called Star Master. 
that had this like disinterested girl acting against a weird robot that <laughs> looked like shit. So that was cool. <laughs> There's some more commercials later that that I took notes on as well. Um, which yes, you <laughs> we'll have to talk about the car wax commercial. <laughs> Um, well, let's go ahead and talk about the car wax commercial now. Let's do that now. Um, okay. <clears throat> this one, um, there's there's two car wax commercials. The second one features a a little. So the first one is like all it's like two white people. One of them's on a ship, like a dock yeah. ship, and they're 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 it's a car wax. It's got this like a white. There's two white people. The white woman like pulls her jacket off, like breakaway. Um, and it's, you know, it's very revealing for an eighties commercial. It's very titillating. Right. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's weird. That's kind of funny. And they, they were speaking Japanese, the two white people in this commercial. Um, and then it cuts to another commercial for the same product featuring that same woman. And there's a, a little black boy on top of a car that presumably has just been waxed and he's break dancing on the roof of the car. And then they cut to her and she again, removes her top breakaway jacket to reveal uh cleavage deep cleavage right yeah and then they cut back and she's now laying seductively on the on top of on the hood of the car there's four guys to the left of the car popping and locking <laughs> yeah and the little kid is on the roof of that same car that she's laying on rubbing up her leg and the little kid is popping and locking on top of the roof of the car and it's a commercial for some car wax. And it's an original 1986 Japanese commercial that The Ditch or whoever fucking ripped this left in. God bless And you know them. what? Great. It's so Hell good. Yeah. It's so good. <clears throat> it's better I, than... I, love, I love the weird ads on Lucha <laughs> and shit like that from oh. like 1998. And 94 WCW, whoever ripped, like whoever had like all of Saturday night or worldwide. There's like a full year where the entire torrent that's on XWT, the one copy of all of these episodes, it's, you, you can see it. If you go to YouTube, if it's a 59 minute episode of worldwide, you know, that's got commercials. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one you want to watch. Um, man. You want to be immersed. <clears throat> yeah. It's the best. It's the best. And now people, manuf- they make that stuff. People will edit old commercials into, you know, into shows on YouTube and like, they're trying to make it look like an old, you know, the nostalgia yeah. of it all. Uh, wrestling is one of those things where you don't have to make your own shit. They already got it for you, and you can watch all of it whenever the fuck yeah. you want. It's nice. Um, so, Choshu's ribs are taped. Yatsu's cute. Tenryu's Tenryu. Jumbo's Jumbo. He's big. Big, lovable man. And so, Jumbo Choshu is the first matchup. God, this is, these are so hard. God, this is going to be a nightmare. Okay, Jumbo Choshu. <laughs> I'm already losing my voice. Don't worry, uh, don't worry. Oh, okay. How do they start? You go. You... They're fucking going at it, man. They're fucking collar and elbow. Collar and elbow. But Jumbo immediately kicks him in the ribs. Yep. <laughs> it's all like, you know, it's the famous, like, what they say in like four straight years of DDP matches, of course. You know, you wear, you put the, you got you to tape up the ribs, but you tape up the ribs and it becomes a target. Yeah, no, so this is a very cool tape job, too, where it's just covering... It's not the full wrap. Yeah, it's one side. It makes it look more legitimate to me. Like, the... I don't know. The wrap feels like it's going to get ripped off, and it's part of the story, you know? Yeah. This felt real. And they are relentless on those ribs. This match is all about Choshi's ribs. Mmm. Ribs. Do you like ribs? I like ribs. Ribs are good. Um, 
I love the way that they'll wrestle around a little early on, and then one of them will just stomp or kick the other one and just stop the whole thing in its tracks, and the other yeah. one will be like, okay, bitch, what the fuck, let's go. Like, it's happening repeatedly in all these matches, <laughs> where it's like a sporting contest for a moment, and it's like, no, fuck you, oh, I'm gonna stick my fucking finger in your eye. Uh, pro wrestling, it's the best. Um, let's see here. The uh, y- y- Yatsu who we've never talked about and probably won't ever talk about again, but Yoshiaki Yatsu is awesome. He's, he's Tenryu's little guy, you know, um, Yatsu comes in fucking, he grabs Jumbo in a full Nelson. What's he do? Spins his ass around into a cravat playing with him. Yep. Backs Jumbo up, slaps him in the face, does it again. Two slaps this time. Jumbo shrugs it off and then Jumbo fucking, Puts him over, yanks him over, and fucking smacks the shit out of him. <laughs> Takes him over to his own corner and tells him to tag in Choshu. <laughs> Fuck you. Get him Get him in here. Get him and his dick in here. I'm going to fucking step on it. I'm going to step on his dick. Yeah. Um, so... Oh, owl-facing. <laughs> he's doing the owl-face. <sighs> he's so... He's got a... I don't know. He's got a a really wonderful look, I think, Choshu. I, I, I didn't ever appreciate his hair until this. I don't, I don't know why. I just always took him for granted. Like like anybody could just have hair that thin but somehow um opaque. It's it's <laughs> a it's a great head of hair. It's li- it's luxurious. It is. It's great. He is he's a he's a beautiful he's an ugly man, but he's a beautiful he's <laughs> a toxic masculinity. He's he's he embodies it, right? Um, he's it's a little like Stanley Kowalski. He's he's short, right? He's like a he looks like he could have been a cop in the United States of America. Yeah, you feel me? <laughs> yeah, he's like not. I don't think he's even six feet. No, yeah, he's not. He's not, and he's he's he gives off energy of a of a of a cop who's going to swing his fucking dick around. Um, which is not a knock against him. It would be. It should be. But it's the character he's playing, and it's he's playing performing. It well. It's called performing. Yeah, it's an he's an actor. He's a thespian. This guy. This guy's mm-hmm. a, uh, <laughs> Yatsu. A and, thespo. He's a Thespo, yes. Um, Tenryu, let's see. I'm just saying names. Tenryu and Jumbo and, <laughs> you know, the shirts where it's like Spock and, you know, and it's like comma. Yeah. We should do one of those, but for the four guys in this match. That should be on the website. No, I think that's probably, we're probably past that, right? And nobody yeah. cares. If, nobody's going to buy a shirt that just says Yat- and Yatsu on it. <laughs> Yatsu? Who the fuck is, who the fuck is Yatsu? Well, speak for yourself. Actually. No, I know, I know. <laughs> I love him too. I love the guy, but he's in a five-star match. Him, fucking EC3 and Lars Sullivan—they're all in five-star matches. Yeah. Oh man. Velveteen Dream. <clears throat> Velveteen Dream, right? Yeah. Good. Adam Cole. Adam Cole's in like five of those motherfuckers. <laughs> Somebody yeah. posted a thread of them, and I just was scrolling it, and I was like, "Man, there's like so much Adam Cole NXT shit. I couldn't believe it." Um. I mean, I could believe it, but I didn't. I didn't. No, I did. You I did believe. To not. I just didn't consider it. Yeah. Mm, Dave, I was just saying we need to stop giving him a hard time. <laughs> I mean, he's got bad taste in wrestling. I just think he's a good. He's not a good reporter. I think he's important. He's not. He's just. He's just the. He's just a regular dummy. It he's had to not- be someone. Someone had to do it, and he was the one who did it. And inexplicably, he's still doing it because he's yeah. a beast. Um. Because he's really divorced. He's really divorced, yes. Um, he can't. So, Tenryu and... Uh, or Jumbo and Jumbo and Choshu getting, like, a overhand chop exchange that is straight up, like, Koa Calco. It's like Ricky Marvin and, and Black Terry or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
Tenryu comes in and he can't help but fuck with Yatsu. They have like the real story of this match besides the 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 ribs, the taped ribs is them just fucking with Yatsu and Yatsu trying to like talk shit and getting fucked up for it and then coming through Yatsu is like incredible in the closing parts of this match obviously. Um he like uh he like grabs Tenryu by his hair and smacks him. Um, <laughs> yeah. He um Let's see. There's a there's a backdrop flying clothesline off the top thing. They're doing you know they're doing the PWG moves. Yatsu and and Choshu are. Mm-hmm. Um, they control Tenryu with a. They had another like they had an insane spike pile driver. This one is way way more intense than the one that uh, Saito did on on oh, yeah. Chumbo earlier. Because Ricky's coming off the top rope. Yatsu jumps with the pile driver and they just crush his ass. Um, and it doesn't matter because Tenryu's up like seconds fucking later. Which does happen repeatedly in this match, but I, th- I think it's fine. Um, I think it's fine. That's what these guys do. That's what. The, that's why they're famous. It's Choshu's whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Choshu, so Tenryu is just smacks the shit out of Choshu, um, right after that that spike pile driver, tying him up on the mat. The crowd's going nuts. We go to another commercial. This was the commercial break that we talked about before, with the guys pop locking, pop and locking, popping and yeah. locking. Um, and some other cool ads. Um, back in the ring, Tenryu's got Choshu in the hold, tr- sort of ties it into a figure four and locks in uh, the figure four. Choshu rolls a full roll to his corner, and Yatsu comes off the top with a fucking elbow drop on Tenryu off the top rope while he's still got him in the figure four. Um, and then he goes back to the apron, reaches in, and tags in. <laughs> Which I thought was so funny. He could have tagged in before, but he, you know, he didn't. Um, and then he gets back in, starts elbow dropping Tenryu, standing elbow drops, and then that brings Jumbo in, who starts chump like stomping Choshu. They're still tied in the figure four. One of them's getting elbow dropped, the other one's getting stomped. <laughs> yeah. Tenryu comes back with a big lariat, tags Jumbo in, who hits two kitchen sinks on Yatsu. Yatsu goes out to the floor. This is where I really noticed his little capris. Yeah, he's an adorable wrestler. This guy. Um, he comes back in with a big drop kick, drags Jumbo to his corner, and tags Ricky. They do a big double suplex. Um, so overhand chops, lots of overhand chops. But mm-hmm. Jumbo keeps aiming for the ribs. It's like really nasty, and I I don't know. There's no way to check if it was a real injury. Obviously, we wouldn't we wouldn't know. I mean, you can yeah. check the observer. Maybe I don't know. He might know. Um, but the fucking the, this is where Ricky comes back with the best backdrop of the whole set. Oh, yeah. This one on Jumbo. And Jumbo's so big, you know, and watching his legs go up in the air, it looks terrifying. Um, any any move on a big, tall guy like that is just so exciting. Yeah. That's why Dijak is an oddly compelling wrestler sometimes, despite him being terrible. <laughs> despite him not having really improved in eight years? No, yeah, yeah. It's exciting to watch his body move. Um, so... That big backdrop is awesome, right? But then Jumbo's again up before Ricky is, and they're and then they full speed lariat each other, both bump, kind of like we're Hogan, but not exactly, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Not. Um, then Yatsu looks exhausted, panting on the apron, but he's turning and he's clapping at the crowd to try to get them involved. He's working the apron, uh, like he's in the territories. You love to see it. It's uh, he's working babyface, even though. The alignment of this whole thing, right? No, it's but they're getting all the cheers. People, yeah, they are not chanting for Jumbo. They're not chanting for Tenru. They're not chanting for the home team. No, no, not at all. It's interesting. Uh, Tenru 
controls Choshu extended kick you in the ribs segment, like really, really tears him up. Like the kicks to the ribs feels like a thing you could work, you know, a fake kick to the ribs. Fine. But Tenry is not interested in working any of this. Yeah. <laughs> he just kicks him full force in the ribs. That's eight, ten times, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Jumbo comes in and he does his gorgeous pro wrestling stomps uh, to the ribs. But his big, and you know, it's the big jumping exaggerated stomp that all the best wrestlers, all the top guys have their own version of this. You know, uh, Brett, Flair, Austin, The Rock, they all have their own pro wrestling stomp. And Jumbo's got yeah. one of the coolest ones. Um, and then I don't know what they get. Oh, Tenryu back in. Suplexes Choshu. Two count. Tags back into Jumbo, who also goes for a vertical suplex. Can't get him up, so he pulls away and just kicks him in the ribs. <laughs> Choshu goes down harder than he would have even off the suplex. Like, it's fucking awesome. And then, I have this is one of my biggest pops of the match. He whips Choshu in, steps over, grabs him, like, middle of the ring in the abdominal stretch on the yeah. injured ribs. I was like, oh, no. This is going to be the finish. <laughs> And he's pounding the ribs too, right? And then Yatsu though knows no, he's gonna tap out. Nobody can handle that abdominal stretch with the injured ribs. There's no way. So Yatsu has to act fast. Uh, Axe handle, the double axe handle. Yeah, something like that off the top rope um, to break up the agonizing hold on Ricky's already fucked up ribs. Um, And then again, Ricky's fucked up Ricky. Ricky's Ricky's fucked up ribs. Yeah, that's the restaurant. so Yatsu has to then uh, go back out to the apron again <laughs> so Ricky can tag him in, which is very funny. It's, it happened twice. It made me laugh both times. Um, and then Yatsu what, fucking whips Jumbo, drop kick, huge backdrop. Tenryu and Shoshu are fighting on the floor. Yatsu hits a shin breaker on Jumbo, then a spinning toe hold. Fucking it's a great spinning toe hold. Dory Funk is fucking old. Um, Tenryu... Then comes in, uh, he's, he's taking Ricky out on the floor, grabs Yatsu out of the spinning toehold. He's still got him in the spinning toehold. We're talking five, six turns at this point. Yeah. Once you get to seven turns in a spinning toehold, they've got to cut your fucking leg off. Pretty sure. I mean, that's when Dory would do it. I don't, yeah. I don't know if Yatsu's got the same technique. But, um, so Tenryu comes in right as that's about to happen. <laughs> And he backdrops him out of the hold, uh, right to hell, right to fucking hell. And then fucking huge lariat. Yat- no, Jumbo hits a huge lariat on Yatsu, raises his arm, crowds nuts, whipped him in again, another monstrous lariat. Like, Yatsu is fucked without Ricky there. There is nothing he can do. And he can barely pull himself to the apron. Um, and then, yeah, it takes it. Once, once we're at this stage, you know. Becomes very clear. Yatsu does not have it. No. Um, let's see. Where? 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 Where's? What? What are we at here? I'm sorry. <laughs> Choshu. They're working on Choshu's ribs. They're gonna tape them up full. Right. Right. On the floor, they're tending to Choshu. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when he finally gets in, it's. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, Yatsu gets whipped in. Jumbo ducks for a back body drop, and Yatsu kicks him, and then makes the tag. And then Choshu's got that fighting spirit. Um, he goes, he, go, he hits a drop kick. Jumbo tries to go back to the kick to the ribs, but Choshu sees it coming, catches the leg, takes his ass down, locks in that fucking Sasuragatame. Um, in the middle of the ring, and Choshu's sitting low, 
sitting super low on those long yeah. legs of Jumbo. Um, but he can't submit him. Um, and then finally his ribs give out and he can't, he can't crouch anymore. It makes perfect sense. So before in the, the, the other match, the, the Tenry match where he just dropped him, that was different. This was yeah. he, the, 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 his strength gave out. So he tags in Yatsu. Um, Yatsu gets met with uh, Tenryu, who is tagged in and hits him with the Tolly Blanchard slingshot suplex. Nice. <laughs> like, that was out of nowhere. Um, and then I don't know. This it's so back and forth here. It really it, it's not. It's, it, it, it's hard to fucking verbalize. It's not like they're nobody's selling. Like they're selling. Um, it's just in and out, in and out, in and out. Yeah, it's they're selling more than like in a you know a, a, a an Usos match or whatever where they're like hitting their spots and moving to the next one. But this they are hitting their spots and moving to the next one. It's undoubtedly yeah. what's what's happening here because um, Yatsu's back up immediately after the fucking slingshot suplex um, hits Jumbo with like a neckbreaker drop lariat kind of thing, and then the, yeah, it's a it's a it's a sling blade. It's like a sling blade, yeah, yeah, sling blade, right? Um, Eddie Gilbert invented sling blade. That's right, he did. Um, some people call it a sling blade. Um, that was my. <laughs> did that did that read? I read. Could it? Could it? Okay. Um, no, Yatsu hits it with the sick ass bulldog, which is this one's so good. Um, Jumbo like. Doesn't dead weight, but he like collapses. He with falls it. early, so he yeah. really gets just fucking smashed. Um, and then he rolls out. I have it. I have written Jimbo here instead of Jumbo, which is kind of <laughs> funny. It's, it's crazy that only happened once. Uh, Jimbo rolls out. Choshu follows him, smashes his head into the post several times. Tenryu then gets a hold of Choshu, throws him into the rail and ribs first. And Yatsu. Uh, suplexes Jumbo back into the ring and is stomping his forehead, and this is where I realized Jumbo was bleeding. Bleeding. I didn't yep. see it. I didn't. I didn't see it coming. I saw him get it thrown to the post. I didn't clock it as like, oh, he's about to blade. He's fucking gushing out. Nice, nice, nice blade job. Not as big as Funk or Khan, obviously, um, or even Tenryu, but he's also the ace. It's so. doing the. Jo- it, 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 it's doing work. It. It's really meaningful when the top top guy bleeds. I think in this yeah. era. Um, it's it's different. It's a different level, and man, Jum- Jumbo gives so much to to Yatsu here. Like this, it feels like Yatsu. Even though Yatsu takes the pin in this match, yeah, he feels like the guy elevated by this because oh yeah, it feels like he's like a ne- like a nobody. He's like not even he's ranked below Saito. I he's mean, be- he's been wrestling for like five years. He debuted right. in the WWF in like eighty. Cause yeah, he debuted in the WWF, which right. is extremely of weird. Of course. Um, He's he's like a yeah he's a nobody in that crew he's he's lower than uh, I mean Kobayashi is a higher profile than him obviously and he's like a I guess Khan might be gone maybe he was promoted in the absence of Khan Khan's still here Khan's still, still here, here. Khan well so yeah there you go he's like he's a low ranked member of Ishin Gundam and he is elevated greatly and it's it's a lot of it's Jumbo because Tenryu is a dick yeah. <laughs> but Jumbo gives Yatsu a lot Yatsu stomps his forehead punches him he's punching the cut wrestling um and he throws him back to the floor they 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 go out they both throw him into the post uh choshu and yatsu double team and you see tinryu wading through the sea of young boys and photographers to get over there and fight choshu (laughs) um he throws choshu over the rail onto the announce table and then in the ring yatsu in a big bleeding jumbo saruta uh he hits him with a fucking pile driver for two the crowd is so loud he hits a backdrop on Jumbo for another two, and then he locks in a kind of cloverleaf 
which looks kind of whack. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was weird. And then he, he hits him with a backbreaker, and then Yatsu locks in a Sasori Gatame of his own, which I was like wondering, was he going for it the first time and he couldn't figure it out? Um, and, but it's an ugly, this is an ugly sharpshooter. This is like, uh, this is like the rock at, at Deadly Games, you know? Um, it's funny. You know, if you, if you don't put your leg through, then it's a cloverleaf, right? So I, yeah. So I don't know if you got confused or what. So, anyways, Yatsu's got a scorpion hold on Jumbo, right? That's crazy, first of all. Lovable goof, five-year veteran of the ring, sixth in command of Ishin Gundan. Yoshiaki Yatsu, like, locks in this move on this guy that's way above him in the hierarchy, and this cannot stand, right? Not one and a half seconds after he turns that fucking that fucking scorpion death lock you see this is the funniest goddamn thing you see tinryu he's in the ring he's running the ropes like a fucking maniac like do you think he blows be- his brains out <laughs> he fucking blows his brains out it's like this is a drive-by it's fucking it, it, he, he passes him he passes him he's got him in the hold right yeah <laughs> i don't even know how to do- yatsu's got him in the scorpion death lock tinryu runs at him like he's gonna clothesline him right he doesn't. He hits the ropes behind Yatsu. Looks like he's going to come off the ropes. He's going super fast. So much intensity. Looks like he's going to lariat him in the back of the head. He doesn't. He passes him again. And he stumbles then because he's going so fast. <laughs> stumbles into the rope on the last pass. Explodes off of there with this like wrong foot off, like, off balance lariat with the fucking left hand. That is as violent as fucking anything in any of these matches. And then his momentum, he's going so fast, he like his body doesn't stop with the lariat. He ends up going through the fucking ropes. Yeah. Almost falls to the floor. So funny. It's great. I, do, I watched it three times. I couldn't believe how fast he was moving. It was the most fire you saw, you know, from emotionless Tenryu. Um, and then, let's see here. Tenryu gets back up. Uh, on, he's, Tenryu's back out in the apron. Choshu's taking cheap shots at Jumbo, fr- Jumbo from the apron. Tag to Tenryu. Tenryu goes for the pin after some basic maneuvers on Yatsu just to piss Ricky off. And it does because every time he goes for a pin after a scoop slam on Yatsu, Ricky comes in and stomps the back of his head so fucking hard. <laughs> um, which obviously they do. That's what we talked about earlier. But these are harsh. These are really harsh stops. One of them yeah. is also one of the facial expressions I saw on Tenryu um, where it was he like he turns to the camera and he just like looks like, fuck, what the fuck was that, man? Stomp me that hard. What the fuck? <laughs> um, all right. God. Jumbo's corner. Uh, Choshu, Choshu goes to Jumbo's corner, yanks him off the apron, and is, is beating him up on the floor um, when Yatsu hits a German suplex hold for a 2.99 on Tenryu. And then a, a rolling inside cradle on Tenryu, 2.9. Yeah. Tenryu hits the stun gun on Yatsu. <laughs> Very wild. Which is a famous, like, in the lore of all Japan, a famous move, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it was the finish of multiple, like, triple crown title matches. Um, the, the famous, the Misawa win over Jumbo, right? Yeah. Or no, maybe that's when he hits his nuts on the top rope. Remember that, when he goes for the knee and he hits his nuts in the top rope? Yeah. Is that the, that's the first Jumbo-Misawa match. Yeah, all Japan's the best. But that's the finish. <laughs> and it, yeah. you totally buy it. As a clean victory, so good, um, you, and just like that, you totally buy this as a clean victory. Um, when 
he, he goes for it. He hits Enziguri. Uh, Ricky breaks that pin up, though. And then Tenryu immediately is just like, fuck this. Power bombs Yatsu, pins him. Ricky hasn't even turned around yet. And he's fucking, the match is over. Yeah. He's caught completely flat footed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I, that led me to like wonder has either of these guys ever gotten a clean win on the other one? I know that there's like um, what Wrestle One or whatever, yeah, it's called. They wrestled each other three times in like a two week span, and I don't think I've seen any of those. Um, but like, is anybody ever have, has one of these guys ever pinned the other one? I can't prove that that's happened. <laughs> sure, I'm surely someone knows. Let let me know if you know out there. Um, Shout out in the comments. Yeah, and if you are the type of person who would know that. I apologize for my ignorance. Um, I don't know that much about the stuff, and I hope that I could at least provide you with some entertainment, mostly about how Ricky Choshu is the most Freudian wrestler of all time. Yeah. Um, it big all, Dick Rick. It all leads back to his dick. Yeah, Big Dick Rick. Um, this match is, I think, deserving of five stars. Not that I do star ratings. But it's a classic. It's a it's a it's a fantastic match. It's so wonderful with the fucking the stupid ads too. Yeah, <laughs> this was hitting for me. I watched this right before we started, and it put me in just the right, just where I wanted to be. I loved it, um, and I loved all of this. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um. So have we gotten to the heart of Ricky Choshu? Maybe. <laughs> I think we absolutely have. I think as much as anybody, I mean, surely somebody else has called him the most Freudian wrestler of all time, right? But so maybe maybe we're not the first to get to the heart of it. But yeah, we made our way there. You said controls for the pelvis of the sun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, folks. Uh, if you uh, if you listened to it all the way through and made it to this part, I feel obligated to thank you. Thank you, everybody. It means we did something right or you fell asleep with it on. So um, I'll accept either one. It's it's so nice to do the podcast. The podcast is great. For the listener and for myself and with with you. And I just... For me, yeah. I get a lot out of this um, every time we do it. Because I don't... I I don't know. I can't, can't hold a blog... There's, I need to be able to ramble, and I can't type that fast. Yeah, I got you. Um, and also, I need somebody to talk to. <laughs> can't, I can't just write about it. I can't monologue. Yeah, I mean, I and I do on this show. This Saturday Night Live. For God's sake, I certainly do. Um, and I, you know, and I know I talk a lot, and I appreciate everybody. <laughs> I know I, I appreciate everybody for tolerating me. Um, if you listen, yeah, sometimes this part. I'm just flavorful, and that's fine. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Um, you... one is a joke. <laughs> yeah, you wear the clock. Um, and the clock right now, folks, says it's time to end the podcast. So thank you so much for listening. You can find us on X app, Twitter, yeah. uh, at Touching Blood. It's on Blue Sky. It's wrestlingisgross.bsky.app. <laughs> yep. Never get used to saying that. Instagram. I don't think you have to. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Uh, Instagram, wrestling is gross. TikTok, touching blood. TikTok's good. Follow the TikTok. Instagram's good, too. I've been posting a lot on Instagram. Uh, it's a lot of cross-posting from Twitter, uh, but it doesn't all go up the same day, so you miss a funny thing, that I, a cool picture. Of, you know. Yeah. Um, Instagram. It's for cool pictures. Right? It's for cool pictures and fun times. Yeah, fun times. Um, and you can also... Uh, 
have some fun times over at, at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, you could, at, at, by sending us a, an email at wrestlingisgross at gmail.com and uh, send us anything. Send us literally Apple anything you want. Apple Music or whatever it's called. App- oh, yeah, Apple Podcast. Uh, review the show. I think Spotify has comments now. Yeah, if you if you are if you're on an app right now, if you've got an app that has like a box or like a place to rate it, just do, just do it. Just go, yeah, do what you feel. Just say just type the words "Death to America" yeah in the comment box. Hit send. Maybe just say DTA. DTA. You know what I did? I put it's the. Um, it's the emojis. You do it with emojis, ah. and it's safe that way. So what I did, it's the skull emoji, and then it's the two, or the peace sign. It's actually a peace yeah. sign. It's an emoji of the peace sign. And then it's the American flag. Duality of man. Yeah, so you got skull, peace, America. Skull, peace, America, everybody. Yeah, skull, peace, America. Death to America. Thank you Death for listening. And we'll be back in two weeks, or something like that. Yeah, birthday episodes, everybody. <laughs> birthday episodes. We're going to talk about Chris Benoit, I guess. I don't know why I decided to do that, but we'll do it. It's going to be fun. Or not. Maybe it's a terrible idea, but we'll see. Together. We'll, t- we'll talk about Kaoru. That'll be fun. Yeah. Oh, good. All right. You've got a plan. Your wrestlers. The wrestlers you're in your birthday episode, did any of them kill anybody? I don't think so. You got a Rock and Rebel episode in there? Billy, uh, Billy Jack Haynes. I don't have a I don't have a, I don't have a Jim Breaks. I don't have a Scott Hall. Mm. Janetti. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. I, alleged, he alleged it. Yeah. He alleged it and I believe it. <laughs> Thank you for listening, folks. Yeah.